was wolfing down my breakfast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Literally. Yeah, like a wolf. Yeah. I, was I said, oh, my God, I have one minute to eat this. One minute. It is crazy how fast you have to eat. And I was up at 3 o'clock this morning starving, going, yeah. I can't wait for breakfast. Like, what? I'm laying in bed. I woke up at 3 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, man, I'm hungry. But I don't want to go eat now. I don't want to get into that whole pattern. So I just said, screw it. Right. Uh, and I fell back asleep. And you'll wait for oh. breakfast. Oh, that's good. And I'll wait for breakfast like a human being. <laughs> and then I get in here in the bread, and I don't know, Will gets the breakfast here at like one minute to six. And I go, well, if I don't eat it now, I'll get on the air, it'll be cold. Wolf it, go for it. Bam, I start to eat first bite. Big hair in there. Oh, no. And I'm like, this could be my hair, because my hair ends up in every food. Right. But I'm looking, I'm examining the hair, and I go, it looks kind of straight, and it looks kind of blondish. I'm telling you, man, that is, that's, that's nightmare to me. Yeah, I'd stop nightmare. at that bite. Do you? Stopped. I put the fork in it. I said, I'm done. And Gary goes, you got to eat something. I go, there's nothing to eat, and this is what I eat, and you know. And he goes, you know, if it was me, he goes, I forge ahead. I don't care. <laughs> Does he really do that? He I says, can't he do says, that. I forge ahead. I said, all right, now you call me a pussy. No, and, and this is me so, you're talking to. The way I eat, sometimes nah. that causes me not to eat for a day. Yeah, like, but, you, I, I but you have 8 million substitutes if you don't I, eat. I guess so. You know what I mean? Like, Artie will just grab a donut. Right. Yeah. But, but, but Artie, Artie will just grab anything. If that's out, L. Fudge cookies. Right, he no. has many donuts, munchkins. Finding a hair in eggs is, is yeah. extraordinarily... E.L. Fudge. E.L. Fudge. Yeah. And these eggs could be a little more well done, too. You want them a little tighter? Yeah, a little right. tighter, if you don't mind. It's all bad. A little now tighter. Runny I'm a big white. salmonella freak. A little and, tighter and lose the hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Less hairy, a little tighter. But um, The only other thing I could say is, you know what? That, that Are you sure it was a hair? Because... Those yeah, two, it was those, a hair. No, the plastic thing that you get. No, 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 no. Sometimes no. it's like these weird shavings. Baba. It's like hair. It was a hair. Okay. okay. I, I pulled it out. I was holding it. To... It was a wild hair. That's I tried so... to convince myself it was a plastic shaving. Baba boo. It could have been my hair for all I know. I just, it didn't look it. But it was inside. Yeah. That's oh. not your hair. How'd oh. your hair get inside? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My, no, sometimes I'm eating, my hair ends up in my mouth. I don't know. And also, the last time I saw a guy with blonde hair working in a New York deli has been a while, so... <laughs> it was a lighter hair than mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. So did it ruin breakfast? No, I ate it. Oh, you but, ate it. Uh, now my stomach hurts because I just ate so fast, and it's like not even... I don't even get to taste the food, so... Dude, you take that thing. I feel so bad for you. You take that thing and, and you quarter it. No, what, what's sad about it is is that, like, you can't give me one minute so I can eat in peace. I know you have, I know you're like, well, Wolf, i got to well, talk to you. you know, but like, I go, thing. Gary, i got a minute to eat. Here's a, a funny, here's a funny thing about you. You're complaining that you have no time to eat, but you're the one who determines how much time you have. Right. In other words, if you came in here at 5 or 6, you'd have plenty of time to eat. My food doesn't get here till a minute of 6. I was here. You knew. The food came in. I, what you were doing. Gary, look at me. I'd be in here earlier if I got here earlier. Right. I was in here. It showed up after I got here. All right, fine. Okay? And never comment on the way I eat. I'll tell you why. Why? Because I let you stand there and stare at me while I eat, <laughs> and I don't want you commenting. We're doing a show, Howard. doesn't matter. Did you Even, the, and you've got to go. see you, the cameras? You're the producer. Yeah. I'm telling you how you, how you need okay. to do your job. By the way, you were eating amazingly <laughs> when I was here five minutes ago. It was unbelievable. Right. No, no. That's commenting on my eating. No, I'm uh, joking. Right. I mean, I can't even take a minute to eat. I yeah. tell you, something's wrong with my life when you can't eat your breakfast in peace.
Howard, because we have so much discussion about the show before it starts. All right. I know. No, why. but you know, but, but don't explain the show to me. Well, I'm a genius should. of this show. The only thing I know is this show. I mean, really, think of. Do you think any other show the producer doesn't talk to the talent before they? Yeah. Talk? You think Letterman's guy doesn't talk to him? You think Leto's guy doesn't talk it's to him? A different thing. You think the Z Morning Zoo. You're going to see me in ten minutes. But sometimes I'll see you in a half an hour. And yeah, I'm making a new rule. When Gary eats, I want all the interns to walk into his office and stare at Yeah, that's no, people, they don't. I see you at your desk. People come in one of like a rat. You sit there and you eat on the. Yeah, and people come in and talk to me. And <laughs> no, I, they don't. I deal with it. Yes, of course they do. I've How seen. would you know? You're not out there. What do you got? X-ray specs? I watch you on the camera. You watch me on the camera when I allow you to. When I push that. Button, I have that a I have a camera on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, there's nothing better than sitting down and having a nice meal. Yeah, without anyone looking at you. Nice and slowly. Yeah, like the sit-down is all about the meal, not everything else. Any interns want to come in here and comment on the way Gary eats? I bet you none of them see Gary eating. Of course they do. At his desk. <laughs> no. Oh, there you go. Where, where's an intern? Living no proof. intern. Yes, that's it. No one's ever seen you eat. So there you go. All right, thank you. <laughs> I hate eating. Smile. All right, thank you. You can leave now. Sure. Baba. Yes. Baba Booey. Baba Booey, Baba. Hey, as a ma matter of fact, give this tape to JD. This is Nick and Jessica's family Christmas special. I watched it yesterday all the way through again. It's not again. A great dialogue on there. Good stuff. Yeah. Baba That's a good one. Oh, I love that one. That is. It's newer, too. Ah, uh, yeah. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Something I was going to tell you. i got to get out of here at 10 a.m. today, so we're starting news at 9. <laughs> All right. Start now. No, we have to. <laughs> I, love, I love when you say that and see when we actually do get out right. of here. Yeah. Start the news now. <laughs> How about the woman who published my book, Judith Regan, being the cover story of the Daily News? I fascinated by this story. I thought I had an idea. Well, I was going to say, you probably witnessed a little bit of this. I went out with him a few times. Yeah. I was their beard. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, did a wife ever show up in any of these days? I always thought it was kind of weird. The wife was never there. Yeah. You know, Bernie Carrick's a great guy. I've hung out with Bernie Carrick a bunch of times. Even though he cheats, he's a great guy? That's no big deal. I don't know. Well, <laughs> a lot of guys I know cheat. You know, so, that's a, that's a, aside <clears throat> from me, not so great. You know, you, know, you, can't, you can't... Can I just say something? Go you right ahead. You can't make judgments on a man. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> A lot of times. I don't know. You know, the modern you don't know what you're saying. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> These modern wives nowadays, wow, my husband cheats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's not great. Yeah. The problem with marriage is you can't get laid. <laughs> you know what? You just hit it on the head. <laughs> See, I've been trying to figure out what's wrong with marriage. What's wrong with marriage? <laughs> you can't get laid. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Bingo. <laughs> I, um... But the thing I love is these guys who have to step down from a position, they always blame their families. Yeah, well. It was a family thing. Yeah. Is that what he said? Well, he was, it was a nanny. You know, he was claiming it was the nanny gate. He's the nanny. Thing. That was hardly it. <laughs> right. You know who loses is us because that guy would have been amazing at that job. Nanny, nanny, nanny. He's way into it, that's I mean, for sure. come on. Can you think yeah. of a better guy for that job? I felt so bad. In fact, I was in the middle of composing my congratulatory note to him when, when uh, all the hell broke loose. Well, you can stop. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. 
Congratulations for getting Judas. Judas. <laughs> yeah, just change it a little. You should have come to me. I, I could have told him that'd be a headache. <laughs> Judas is a great woman, man. I, you know, I'll tell you what. I get it too because when I wrote my book with uh, Judith. Oh, I thought back to all that too. When I when I did my book with Judith, um, I was married, of course, and we would work together almost every day in my house with my wife there. Uh huh. And you get so wrapped up in Judith. First of all, she's <laughs> she gets in, wrapped up in you. Yeah, first of all, she's a nice-looking woman. That's number one. Although too short for me. That's what saved me. Oh, she was if in she there had once. been an inch or two taller? Four inches taller, that would have been it. <laughs> she was in there once when I was here, and I, I got that uh, a very sexy vibe yeah. from her. She's very sexual, yeah. and it's very attractive. But what's even more attractive is, is that she's smart. And you're working on this book. And you spend every minute with her. Mm -hmm. She'd be at my house on weekends. We'd be working. We'd talk about... And plus, my, you know me, everything is sex. I'm working on this chapter about sex, that sex. Right, right. And Judith starts talking to you about it. Did you ever do this? Did you do that? And, <laughs> and you, get, you get caught up in all things Judith. And when she compliments you on a chapter that you've written, and she goes, you know, this is really good. You don't need to do anything. You feel so proud. And, <laughs> you know, so you, it's almost like getting to have sex with the teacher. Right. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I, if I was a weaker man, who knows what could happen. <laughs> well, I know she was definitely ready. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, uh, but... I was, I felt bad for you, though. It's like she falls in love with every guy who writes a book with her. I know. I, I was thinking, did she do Rush Limbaugh? Uh, Holy uh, son of a bitch. Oh, that's a uh, terrible uh, thing. Oh. <laughs> she used to tell me she found Rush Limbaugh sexy. Oh, then... No. Then she probably did him. She probably did Well, the him. word she kept using when she was in here that time was engaging. She goes, I like people who are engaging. Yeah. Or engaged, I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we got to get her on the air. You know, but I don't think she'll, I don't think this affects her career in the little side. Of Hers, no, not at all. Makes her better. I yeah. just don't know why this. I don't know why this this country can't separate career from like like why should it affect Bernard Carrick's career as a guy well, who protects us? Once again, a guy in that kind of a position, he can be compromised if he has these kind of things going on. You know, people can use it. That's the problem. To get or to him. Guy in this administration, I mean, Bush is so squeaky clean. Nah, but the real, it's what Robin said. Yeah. Right. If you if you're the head of Homeland Security, no, that makes. Sense. And someone says, "Hey, we're going to reveal this," yeah. and they got something on you. Homeland Security, man, that's a that's a tough position. That's you got to be real. Duty. You got to be real clean for that. And look at his homeland. He's going to need Homeland Security. <laughs> yeah, he better get a security <laughs> thing. One paper was saying Jews had to hire a private bodyguard from Bernie because Bernie was so hot for her that he she wouldn't he wouldn't leave her alone. Did you see that in the uh, post? No, I hadn't gotten that far. That I was just reading that the two, you know, he was having two women at once. Yeah. That was the best. Well, let me say something That's about that. Three women. I, I got to defend. Kirk. I got to defend Bernie on that, for sure. I mean, if you're going to cheat, you might as well cheat with a couple of bras. Yeah, what's the say, staying with another bra? I like that Judas shocked that he was with somebody else. I think well, every guy would defend him on that one. Yeah. This was the one that really got me. She left a love letter in his apartment. Yeah, Judith. Left. And the other chick found it. The other mistress. Oh, yeah. yeah. My God. Bernie should never let that happen. No. He's a cop. But the other thing that was really wacky is that they say that Judith didn't realize that apartment she was going to wasn't his primary residence. He had another apartment. <laughs> yeah. That was his home. Wow. This guy was like an operator. <laughs> uh, poor Bernie. Poor Bernie. He had a great time. <laughs> I feel bad for him, too. Yeah.
I, mean, I like that, I like Bernie. That would have been the high. Come on, that's the pinnacle of his career. Oh, that, that job. Nah. Yeah, so, hey, you got to stick by your bros through thick and thin. Of course. Ah, you stick by him. I didn't know him. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Well, we went out to dinner. Um, Beth and I with um, Bernie and uh, Bernie and Judith. Uh huh. And we both got the vibe that maybe something was going on. Right. Because I mean, that was a double date. And, and, and you know what it was? It wasn't even... The only reason I got the vibe is because um, Bernie had to leave. Uh-huh. Uh, he got beeped. I wonder who was beeping him. But The I, other girl. I, I don't know. So I so he got beeped. So I was sitting there talking to Judith, and she was gushing about how sexy he is. Uh -huh. And how dynamic, and there's something so dark, and there's something so, you know, and I went, uh -oh. Boy, she can read into anything, because I met him. I didn't see anything dynamic or well, she, sexy. Well, she worked with him. <laughs> yeah, side right. Side by side, writing the book. <laughs> and you've been missing that about me for years. I know, about? that's true, Artie. Mm. <laughs> No, to me, uh, Judith comes off a little desperate housewife here. Well, I don't know what. Bernie Carrick is not Brad Pitt. Well, you don't know him. To me, he is. I'm sure. To guys, he's Brad Pitt. <laughs> look at him. First of all, how many guys can look good with a shaved head? He's handsome. He's Vin Diesel. He's Vin and Diesel. That, and that cop mustache. Oh, yeah. You know, Chicks go crazy for right. that. And that monotone and, you know, the never <laughs> cracking <laughs> a smile. <laughs> Wait, Leslie Henry Kissinger. Well, that's the, all right. That's your taste in men. My taste in men goes toward Bernie. Right. And, uh, well, hey, listen. You know. He's what? In other words, if, no, if you have a hot girlfriend, you'd rather take her around Bernard Carrick than Brad Pitt. Maybe right not. Look at what he's up to. Yeah. What was I thinking? Bringing my woman around there. <laughs> Mr. Char Charisma. Next Here's thing you my know? Glock. Look at it. So anyway, I just... Um, I don't know. It saddens me because I know Bernie, and I've spent time with the guy, and uh, he was always nice to me. Well, you and know what's really... It would have been good to have a friend in, the, in that position. Uh, but it really, you know, poor Rudy Giuliani looks like, you know... Why? Kind of an idiot in this whole thing. Why? How's he, he supposed to know? pushed to have the, uh, Bernie selected as Homeland Security Advisor, yeah, and he's now had to apologize to the president for coming. I wouldn't apologize. I'd say, hey, how am I supposed to know what the brothers are? Not his problem. <laughs> I mean, I ain't with him 24-7. And I'll tell you what. did a good job as police commissioner. That's I'm all I know. Sorry I didn't know what he was up to. And sorry I'm, not putting a, I'm sorry I'm not following him around with his women. <laughs> and Giuliani did more to get uh, Bush elected than anybody, I think. Bush should be kissing his ass. Well, right. he was. That's why Bernie got the job. Right. And now it's backfired on the administration. Why is it important to Rudy that Bernie become the Homeland Security guy? I don't know. It's up there. Well, a friend in a high place, I guess. I don't know. Well, he's got the friend in the White House. Like, if I help get the president elected... Then you get to nominate somebody to the cabinet. And I'm like, why is that important to me? I mean, I, I want to pay me or something. Give me I something that I can do something with. You know? I don't know. Oh, well, they are business partners, right. Bernie and Rudy, are, so maybe yeah. that would help. High-powered connection. My high-powered connection. But then there's other revelations coming out. This guy might be in a world of hurt. This guy might wind up in jail before this is all. <laughs> yeah, well, it seems like now it's sort of floodgates of open. No. Come, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's some question as to whether he had a construction company that had mob ties. Oh, no. I heard that this morning. <laughs> I heard that this morning on the news, and I was like, oh, my God. There's some questionable usage of, uh, you know, police officers to do things. 
things they really shouldn't be doing, like running around looking for Judith's wallet. And... Uh-oh. <laughs> Why, Judith's a citizen? She, she should get a wallet looked into? <laughs> That's Homeland Security. Exactly. My poor JD's getting punched in the face on the right. subway. <laughs> Man, I, I, every once in a while this weekend I would stop yeah. and just giggle about that story. <laughs> Meanwhile, I want to catch those guys who mugged JD on the subway. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Uh, what I'm thinking about is, Benji and I were talking about this, that we should get a ske police sketch artist uh, down here. Uh-huh. Post them on the website? Post them on the website. Hey, JD, get in here. What's the matter with you? you know can he describe them? You know the great way uh, JD can verbally paint a picture? <laughs> He's got such a strong <laughs> command of the language. No. <laughs> uh, and then we'll put out an APB. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. And then what? Else, what there was Don't another we idea. We put out an APB too. What was the other idea? Like a hypnotist, just get. And maybe if Mike, if you can't recall what these guys look like, we'll get you hypnotized. Well, there, there's no way I could remember uh, two of them because I didn't really look at them at all. But the guy who punched you in the face, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. And he can lead us to the rest. <laughs> Here, describe them, and I'll I'll try and sketch something. I mean, when the, let me see what I can do. I am pretty good at sketching. You are a police artist. It was a young male. Yes. Black. Uh, yeah, not like uh, dark black, but sort of like like a Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. That tone of skin. Yeah. Could have been Hispanic. More, more like a. Milky brown or whatever. I don't know. Milky, Milky brown. brown. Milky brown. Is he darker than Robin or lighter than Robin? Uh, Milky sauce. <laughs> lighter. Lighter than Robin. Yeah, he's talking Cafe Olay, I think. All right. I'd like to say. Would you Milky say, brown. did he have a broad, flat nose or more like a white guy's nose? <laughs> Defined or flat? Uh... Maybe sort of flat. I, I don't really Tell know. Tell me hairdo. I, I just, what, what, did he have hair? He had cornrows. Cornrows. Oh. Yes. All right, that's the first thing I'll draw. You're drawing cornrows. I'm drawing cornrows. I, you know what? Hell with a police artist. I can do this. Wait a minute. Milky brown cornrows. Sort of flat How long nose. was the cornrows? Sounds like you. I, I, I don't know. I were they past his shoulders? I didn't see the back of his head. No. At the back of his head. But when you saw, were they flopping into his face and stuff like Rick no, James? No, 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 no. Was he wearing a hat? Like, what are you talking like about? Tight, like... Tight but short, like kinda. Yeah. Like um, like, like Halle Berry's uh, like, no, last like, husband. Like, like sort of Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, Latrell is what he's talking about. He grew it. You know what I smell here? JD mugged himself and he's blaming it on black guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Susan Smith. Thing. Yeah, we've seen this before, buddy. <laughs> All right, and he had a big nose, like a flat nose. Uh, yeah. How tall? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe about that height. <laughs> I, I think you're drawing. What kind of, was he wearing eyewear, glasses, or was he? No, no, he sort of had, like, his eyes were sort of slanty a little bit. Like Chinese looking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He like, had crazy eyes. Like maybe he was Filipino, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Any tattoos? Uh, no, he was wearing sort of like a, uh, a jacket, I think, and like a jersey. Anything, uh, big lips, big full lips, or like white guy lips? I don't, I wasn't studying those. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Dude, dude I don't know. Don't Show worry his face about and describe you know, his mouth here. I was just, I, Doesn't I, mean you're gay. Yeah, he's politically correct kids nowadays. Do you have big lips or what? <laughs> I, I guess he had big, big lips. You racist! <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you see his ears? Like, or his hair covers ears? I, I don't remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're the worst! Is he thin or a little bit chunky? He was he he looked like he could have been like built, but like you know he had a jacket on and stuff, so oversized clothing. Was his face big or thin? Sort of thick. Big. Thick. Yeah. All right. And was he tall or short? Well, he was about my height. I got his head drawn. Dreamboat. Uh, we'll never find anybody from that drawing. Well, you haven't seen it. I saw it. I was watching you draw it. 
How do you watch? Oh. <laughs> you threw Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> That's the guy. Go get him. <laughs> Who is that? I've narrowed it down to 20 million people. <laughs> I think his nose was a little bit smaller than that. <laughs> you said a wide nose, dude. Oh, We're looking man. for that guy who plays the guitar on Fat Albert. <laughs> hey, wait a second. It looks like... Gary Delabate. <laughs> Hello, JD. I'm gonna punch you in the face. You sure these guys weren't Sicilian? <laughs> well, there. No, we should get a sketch artist in here. And then we need the hypnotist because JD has no ability to no, describe it. I think he's hypnotized right now. He sounds like he's under. I Boy, what's up? You're on. Hello. Hey, John. Hey. What's up? What's up? Tell hey. Him. Hey. Uh, hey now. Hey now. Come on. Hey Howard. Uh, I lived in New York for a while. I met you over at East Tires years ago. But uh, and I lived there when Giuliani was married. All right. Okay. So you met me. <laughs> Big deal. I never liked Giuliani. He's a cheater. Carrick's a cheater. Bush is a cheater. They're all part of that right wing, don't you think? No, Carrick's a good dude, man. I hung out with Carrick. Just because yeah, you did it with a good hey, dude. I got to stick up for the guy, man. <laughs> Come on, give me a break. Don't bust my balls. Are you in jail? Are you going to visit him? Yeah, I'd visit him. <laughs> and Howard, one more, one more thing. When you had Tommy on, um, I wanted to say hi to him, man, because last time... You know, you know I'm thinking... What? I'm sorry, sir. I just, I, I'm running a radio show, not a, not, a, not a personal hookup. Right, this isn't a reunion. This is Tommy. Tommy Chong? Tommy know. Lee, I think. Tommy said. Lee? I mean, I don't know. One of the Tommy. Yeah. I apologize, but i, I got to move along. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. Something about J.D. again? Or was it something about Car Carrick and dinner? Yeah, probably that. Yeah, you know, don't bust my balls too bad, because really what... Uh, I feel weird saying anything bad about Bernie, because, you know... I hung out with the guy a bunch of times. and Doesn't mean anything. When was the last time you heard from him? So on the, uh, about last weekend. Two weekends ago. I said, when was the last time you heard from him? Never. All right, then. He's no buddy of yours. All right. <laughs> Let's get real. So he cheated on his wife. Big deal. <laughs> I'm not that, no, it's the other stuff. It's just all funny to me. I wonder how it was doing Judith. Well, let's get him on. He didn't talk before. Maybe we can open him up now. You mean he cheated on his wife what, what, what? like Elvis and JFK? Yeah, I mean, every every famous guy did. But we talk Good to one. them about it when they come in here. Well, I got to take a break anyway. He's uh, The last time he's in here, he's wham, wham. My mom was a prostitute. That's <laughs> what we could get out of him. Robin is absolutely showing no love. No love. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and resume this right after these words. I love it all. Yo, with the deal, this is rapper, actor, and overall entertainer, Ja Rule. You are listening to the man who voted for David Dinkins because he wanted to keep the blacks calm. Howard Stern. Holla back. Howard Stern's negligee and underpants party. Hey, now. Howard Stern. You watch the Howard Stern Show. I just wanted to say that we played a bumper from Ja Rule saying that I voted for David Dinkins so black people would become. Um, that's not true. I mean, I Gary did that. Right. I did not vote for David Dinkins. It was uh, somebody's vote. 
Yeah, we probably wrote that for Ja Rule, but I'm having it pulled because I don't I don't want to be remembered as a guy who voted for David Dinkins, even in jest. That was not my doing. And for a ridiculous reason on top of it. Yeah, but Ga that was Gary's reason. Right, I remember. Yeah. It's been playing for years. So well, that uh, perception is probably out there. First time I've heard it. Oh, Because so, yeah. I, I, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that's Gary's story. Like Howard transposed. I was reading the paper on Saturday morning, uh, New York Post. And I was really bummed out. Like, you know, I, mean, I feel pretty good about myself these days and, you know, our, you know, what we're up to and all that kind of stuff. And I'm reading the paper and um, <clears throat> Beth goes, hey, look. She's reading the other paper, you know. She goes, look, you're loser of the week. Ugh. And I went, uh-oh, what did I do? That I'm loser of the week. You know how they have winner and loser of the week? Yeah. yeah. I'm loser of the week. And I'm like, what What'd you the? do? How'd you lose? This is, the, this is really dumb. And I want to go on record as saying it. Okay, here we go. Losers, here's the winners of the week. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, retired rapper. Uh, sold his uh, Def Jam for 10 to $20 million uh, over three years. Or something like that. Uh, Susan Lin, who was the ABC executive who started the show Lost but got fired, but now she has vindication because she's um, now but Martha Stewart. And, and, and also she's going to be Martha Stewart's producer or something. Oh, okay. okay um, and some other guys, too. And it says, Loser of the Week, Howard Stern. Uh, Infinity President refuses to release... Lesbian lover from his contract, keeping shock jock off satellite radio until 2006. Number one, the head of Infinity came out last week and said he would never release me. He expects to make a hundred million dollars with me in this year. That's how much money he expects to make. And he says, unless somebody wants to pay me a hundred million dollar check, someone wants to write a check for me right now for a hundred million dollars, I'm not letting go of Howard Stern. A, I don't want to be let go. You weren't asking to get out. I'm not asking to, to get out. That's number one. Other people uh, in the media keep saying, are you going to let Howard Stern out of his contract? And he's saying, no, I want to hold on to this guy. He makes tons of money for me. So how am I loser of the week if my boss wants to keep me here because I make tons of money for him? Well, they're making it like you want out and you lose because you can't go. I don't want out. I'm not even ready to go to satellite yet. I'm so not ready. I'm in the middle of putting stuff together. I, 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 if they, I'd be loser of the week if they threw me out now. Right. And I'd have to go scramble. They're making it easy for me. I'm not looking to get out. I don't want to get out. I'm trying to do my job. Uh, Gary uh, took his wife and kids over there this weekend. Over to Sirius? Yeah. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Mm, you are. I'm still trying to clarify what that's all about. Mm. Yeah. It ain't going to make a hell of a lot of difference if we mention it or not. I and mean, it really isn't. It just doesn't make a difference. But uh, I, I'm trying to be respectful of everyone's feelings. Right. But um, he went over to where we're going to be working, and he said, just like, he said it was such a vibe that every person there kept walking up thanking them for us coming over. And, oh, yeah. You know, and um, he said this, like, even pictures of me hanging up all over the place. Is that right? Yeah, people are, uh, you know, they have pictures hanging up from the newspaper, whatever. And I said to Gary, I said, you know, it's a weird thing. All the years I'm working here, 20 years, and Joel's saying we make $100 million for the company, which is unbelievable, $100 million a year. That means we've generated over a billion dollars for oh, this yeah. company. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? And, and the hundred million they're talking about is just off the show. Imagine what happens the rest of the day as a result of our ratings being That's strong. right. So uh, I got to figure we've generated over a billion dollars for the company. Oh, and Howard, <clears throat> in twenty years, that would be two billion just from this show. Right. So, right. So anyway, um, I said to Gary, I said, not that my ego is that big, but don't you think it's kind of weird in all the years we're working at the radio station? There's no pictures of me hanging up. Yes, I've always thought that's weird. Like, like even like in the sales department or the... They should be in the lobby. In the lobby, you walk in, there isn't a picture of their morning guy? Where else don't they do that? Every place I've ever been, they hang pictures of their stars, even if their stars aren't that big. I know. They hang them. It's the weirdest thing to me. And it's always sort of been like, wow, they're, they're like so ashamed of me. And CBS puts out a newsletter. Every month, I guess, they put out a newsletter. And, like, Letterman is on the front page oh, of the yeah. newsletter yeah. every month. Like, we just had number one ratings in a lot of the infinity markets. Usually when you get number one ratings, they take you and they put you on the front page of the newsletter congratulating you. Mm -hmm. They didn't even mention it. And I'm not talking about now because I'm moving. Maybe this sour grapes or something they don't want to talk about. But in the 20 years, is I'm talking about in 20 years. I mean, Tom has a picture of, used to have a picture of Mel hanging in his office. The, 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 the president of the company. Right. This is, just when clients walk into your office, should they see the should they see a picture of Mel or should they see a picture of your morning man? Well, you are in Tom's office. Yeah, now I am. I mean, now you are. You've been. You. Nah. I mean, you know how like in the lobby, like I go to the ABC building, you got a big picture of Regis and Kelly right. Lee. And, as soon as you walk in, you don't have to look for it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's 20, just odd. I'm sorry, but 24 hours of the day. The top of the hour ID says what? Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. I'm all for that. And I think that's smart. Of you hanging all over the sales department. Every salesperson, mm. uh, most salespeople have a picture of you hanging in their office. Our vice president of sales has an entire door. Oh, yeah? With the, with okay. nothing but pictures of you. There's a big poster of you in my office. All right. And for 10, 12 years at least now, 24 hours of the day. I don't want those pictures hanging up in your office. <laughs> don't know what you're doing. Remove them. What are you doing with those pictures? <laughs> uh, you know, seriously, I, had, I was not aware oh, of I that. I say seriously. No, I was not aware of that. Okay. Honestly. But there aren't any in the lobby. No, there aren't no. pictures of anybody in the lobby. Well, I, I'm not looking for that, but I just think it's no, weird. No, I mean, but that's what... Even at NBC, I think they had pictures of you in the lobby. They did. Yes. Bad ones, but they did. And they hated you. They had, they had big, big, giant posters under glass with my picture, Imus, and they had Wolfman Jack. Right. Soupy. Ugh. Did they say from the top of the Imus building at NBC? No. Yeah. Because it wasn't the Imus building. It was Rockefeller Center, and no one was buying that Imus would have anything <laughs> named after him. Let's face it. We have a bunch of posters and stuff. We have pictures in the lobby of Incubus, the gorillas. No, it's not the lobby. Well, what do you call in the hall? These are the gold records that hang in the wall, Sal. It's a little different. No, no, no. I, I asked Sal to write down the, gold, the names of yeah, the gold records. Yeah, what's record. up? What is up? Incubus has a gold record. The gorillas, whoever that is. Natural and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> like, I could think of some better wall decorations. But the, we've had a pretty exciting 20-year history oh, here. Un unbelievable. Yeah. But we have these like lame gold records from bands who really that should be over in the music programming area. Right. 
They don't even want them. I mean, the, the music programming is also done in the, the studio that's adjacent to here. So there's a reason for them to be hanging. And I think you should have pictures of the jocks. Not just me. Like Cabby. Oh. <laughs> ben Harvey. <laughs> ben Harvey. Dead Air Dave. Dead Air Dave. You know, those guys. Right. I don't know. It, you know what it is? Make your own people stars. Don't make the gorillas stars in your hole. I don't know. It's just it's you know, a beef of mine. That's all. Maybe I'm wrong. That that last comment is actually, that's not a bad point. Yeah. I would like to see a picture of Dead Air Dave in the hall. I would like to, yeah, know what the jocks look like. <laughs> I like Dead Air Dave. I don't have a beef with him. You, you guys... We all do. He's a great guy. You guys uh, forced him into a position there. of uh, hitting the button on us, but, I mean, he, you know, that's his career. What can I tell you? But I'm holding against him. Ben Harvey said hello to me at the concert. I thought he was a listener. I don't even know who these people are. Yeah. <laughs> he's our young guy. You know, he's a... Uh, uh, he went to Brown. Really? I say, yeah, but yeah, he's a uh, brown guy. I believe. Who? Ben Harvey went to Brown. Oh, I thought brown you meant Daddy or Dave. No. no. What is it, Chauncey? Hey, Howard. Uh, this past Friday night, I went to the Z100 Jingle Ball concert. Yeah, so did my daughter. <laughs> my eleven, my eleven-year-old daughter was at the Jingle Ball. <laughs> yeah, her and Chauncey. Oh, you really feel weird. I'm telling you, I I'm way too old for this now. Yeah, I that's meant for eleven-year-old girls, dude. What's that? You're going to have to hire a hipper reporter than you. Yeah. yeah all the other reporters were like 17-year-old girls. <laughs> George, you're too old for the Philharmonic. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Friday night, my daughter got invited by her friend Elizabeth and Elizabeth's mom uh -huh. to go to Jingle Ball. And, uh, you know, it was like a big deal. But she, even my daughter said, like, there wasn't that many good people there. She really? said uh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and she liked that. And she saw... Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, but you said Lindsay Lohan didn't sing. No, she can run. Did she sing? I guess my daughter I was, was out say, of it. What would Lindsay do if she didn't sing? I'd like just say hello to the crowd. Some people just come out and say hello to the Is crowd. That right? Yeah. No, who looked hot? That, that was there. Surprise guest, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, how was Gwen what? Stefani? She was like, oh, she was good. I think Gwen Stefani is really hot now that she I'll lost weight. Gwen Stefani. What didn't put on a show for eleven year old girls? She put on a show for forty five year old men. Right. <laughs> That's for her. I saw her on the Billboard Awards on TV, and she was hot. I mean, she's yeah. got a really. I didn't used to get her, but now that she lost some weight, I oh. totally get it. But wait, is Lindsay Lohan a singer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? And an actress. She okay. has a hit song. She's oh. got an album out now already. Oh, and, I on Z one hundred. I didn't know that. And they all have their black backup singers or like thugs and these hot young little girls singing, you know? It's kind weird because I, I, I was listening to the hit station on where we're going and they had Lindsay Lohan on and then the jocks started using the S word with her. Right. Which really freaked me out. <laughs> that totally flipped me out when I heard that. I know. It, it almost scares you. It's jarring. Yeah. Did you see that? I, you know, I took pictures. You know, it's even worse. Not only am I too old to be back there, backstage, but I had my camera. I took pictures of all of them. <laughs> Did Gary send you the photos? Yeah. Well, you want to you talk about jarring? Wait till we start using the C word with her. <laughs> yeah, but we're different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, you got to really watch that profanity stuff. It's still got to be funny because. No, I hear you. Absolutely. It gets I was, really ridiculous when it's just thrown in. Well, I was listening to the Eminem channel, which I'm actually a big fan of. Uh -huh. It's actually really good. But I'm, yeah, I haven't checked that out yet. Yeah, I'm sitting and listening to it, and uh, and I went. Uh, the, the, I don't know. They, they had some guys on there who were talking about some really graphic stuff. 
But it wasn't funny, so I had to turn it off. I told you. But I came back when the music was back on. Right, but I was listening to these two women talk. Yeah. And they just kept, you know, I'm the kind of MF'er who, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, what? You're the kind of MF'er. (laughs) (laughs) But but when it's used funny, it's real. Some of the the guys use it great. Uh Like Eminem came on and started screaming about how he's got more effing freedom here than anything. And then he started screaming and yelling. I was laughing my ass off. (laughs) So it depends how it's used. Right. You've got to be real careful careful with that freedom. And not just throw it down. Yeah, the temptation is to just <laughs> get nuts. Well, well, I could imagine, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like being on stage at a, at a nightclub doing stand-up when you realize you can just say whatever you want. Well, we've been on the air for 40 minutes. I realize I might have used some foul language in the last 40 minutes if I could have. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a strange feeling when you guys do your first show. No. Nah. Yeah, it's going to be weird, man. But... Hey, you know, so... Hey, hey, Chauncey, I gotta go. Oh, but wait, one other thing. I just gotta tell you. Katie Kirk was backstage. I, I'm telling you, she hit the wall so bad, <laughs> so hard, it was almost shocking. Like she ran into the wall and... <laughs> like she ran into it at about 100 miles an hour. She had the body... I mean, she's not that old. She had the body of an 85-year-old woman. Really? Her, I sent a picture her... her Boobs. They're not big, but they hang down like by where her belly is. Ooh, she's, got... she's not wearing a bra? What are you doing? No, she's got this round, soft, fat belly, and her shoulders are hunched over. And yeah, she oh. probably doesn't care. She's like 50-something years old. She no, probably... she's, she's not that old. She's yes, she is. 40s. No. Oh, uh, you're crazy. Is she that old? Yeah. You know, I hate to pile on with Chauncey, but uh, I was on a plane with her about <laughs> seven or eight months ago. It was a Sunday morning. She had no makeup on. And if she didn't speak, I wouldn't have believed it was her. Really? She's just unrecognizable without her makeup on. Like Oprah yeah. without her makeup. Holy mackerel. That must be brutal. Now she has pictures of Oprah nice. without her makeup. It looks like a man. It looks like another person, not the one you see on TV. Yeah, it looks yeah. like... Because you see Oprah on TV, you go, you know, she's not bad. Like, she kind of really cleaned up pretty well. And then they, they do these segments where she goes out and, like, exercises without her makeup, which is kind of brave. And she looks like she should have a beard, like she should be a man. Like, it almost looks like you can see some whiskers. <laughs> she looks like a man. Whiskers? Yeah, I mean, and like like a distorted face. Well, yeah, there's all like blotches. Baby. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's all uneven. <laughs> what the hell is going on? They, they put her together. <laughs> that guy's a genius. Yeah. He never does that. Yeah, who is that guy? Give him an award. What? You know who the other mess is? Uh, you know Elvis Duran on Z100? Yeah. I don't know him. Oh, my God. What happened to him? Every year, he go to these things, and he gets fatter and fatter. He looks like um, Rocky, you know Rocky Allen? Yeah. That's what he looks like now. Wow. Yeah, a lot of radio guys are fat. I've noticed that. Like, uh, recently in the last couple of years, some of them have tried to slim down and have more of a career. Right. But, but um... Uh, a bunch of the others are still holding with, uh, you know, nobody's ever going to see it. Big fat guys. The big fat guys who now dye their hair blonde and, you know, they make it short and they get a lot of earrings. Yeah. And they try to look like professional wrestlers. There's a lot of that. And then there's still the big fat guys with the Hawaiian shirts. There's yeah, yeah, that's Elvis. And, and they have all these 11-year-old girls lining up just to, to, to say hello and shake his hand. Yeah. It's a creepy scene back see, there. See, they should just keep him hidden because I remember... When I was a kid, I was like a big fan of Jim Kerr. You know that guy? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, he was like a morning, and he was like the cool guy on WPLJ, and I would listen to PLJ and think he was the coolest guy. And then I guess they, they did a newspaper ad. Oh, they did a TV commercial with him. That's what it was. And I saw him, and I went, whoa. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. He's barely human. Dumb move. It, it was a bad move. It was like, 
Hi, I'm Jim Kern. I went, whoa, the face don't ma match that voice. The guy had the smoothest... I thought he was the coolest guy. I thought, Well, man. I remember the first time... Me he was and a my, nerd. I remember the first time me and my father saw you. Yeah. It was the commercial... <laughs> well, listen, listen to me. Yeah. It, it was the commercial that you did with Imus. Oh, man. Where the guy's sitting in the middle of you. Yeah, I looked real bad on that. And, uh... I was fat. With the mustache. Yeah. We just we we uh we were trying to figure out which one's Howard, which one's Hymas, because you weren't talking, you know. Yeah. And we were such big fans, but it wasn't like jarring because you both looked like younger guys who could be in the rock. Yeah, you probably went. Ooh. No, 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 really, it wasn't like it wasn't like you <laughs> or anything. We were just like, well, it was just more like uh, the mustache. You know what? I can remember doing that commercial right. like it was yesterday. There were things I can't remember. But doing that commercial, I remember like it was yesterday. I remember it was the most humiliating experience of my life. Randy Bound. was on every yeah. city bus. Every bus. Well, first, that, 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 forget about that. Right. First, I get to New York. And I just used to have a lot of characters, and I never had characters, really. Right, the Reverend Billy Sonnen. Yeah, right. and he had this bus, he had a, a, a subway poster uh -huh. filled with different characters. I was surrounded by the characters, you know, it was a cartoon. I remember it, yeah. Yeah, and it was called Morning Sickness from 6 to 10 a.m. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, I get to New York, and they go, first we're going to run a TV commercial that says, welcoming you back, because Imus came back to New York. Remember, Imus was fired, and he went to Cleveland, yeah, and then yeah, they brought yeah. him back. Yeah. They go, we want to do a TV commercial. And it was like, Howard Stern's coming back to New York. I go, guys. I was I, never here. I was never really in New York. Well, you worked up in Westchester. I go, but nobody knew me. I mean, Imus came back to New York, but why would I? Why are you saying I'm coming back to New York? People don't know me. Right. I mean, I'm coming. Well, you lived in New York. You, were gr you grew up in New York. I go, yeah, but well, who's gonna know that? This is uh, uh, everything in NBC was identical to Imus. They well, couldn't you even... know what it was? They didn't want to buy any advertising, uh, you know, agency stuff, so they just recycled the Imus stuff. Yeah, maybe that. I, I don't know what it was, but everything it had all worked for Imus somehow. Right. So they figured they'd do the same thing for me. It was insulting. Then they put up a subway thing. With my characters, because they wanted me to have characters, because it's better if you have characters, because Imus has characters. I said, I don't really have characters. I go, sometimes I do like a gay voice out of the closet stern. They go, okay, that's one of your characters. It's like, so but funny. it's really not what I'm known for. I mean, I talk. It's so funny in retrospect, them telling you how to do radio. It's a miracle I survived that. You I mean, I mean? career-wise. Like, they knew what they were doing. It was stepping on a landmine. Right, right. Then, so they hung up those things. They had absolutely no impact, those subway Right, posters. they were down in the subway. Who's yeah. listening to AM radio in the subway? Yeah. And meanwhile, I go to my parents' house. They have that hanging in my old bedroom in my house, like a shrine to me. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I wish they'd just get rid of it. Because every time I see it, I want to barf. <laughs> then, the next campaign, they finally, uh, Randy Bongarten decided he wants to put me in a TV commercial with Imus. And Randy's going to apologize for all the things Imus said. And I said, first of all, I'm saying to myself, Imus never said anything worth apologizing for. He's apologizing for actually Moby Worm. And yeah, I mean, it all is dumb Moby characters. Worm. Moby Worm. So Imus goes, I'm not doing a TV commercial with him. So in order to get him to do the commercial, they give him a gold Rolex watch because Imus likes Rolex watches. Oh my God. And I'm like, what kind of ass am I? You know, I don't ask these guys for a friggin' thing. They act like they're doing me a favor, and this jerk off. Meanwhile, my ratings were already high. Presents. My ratings were already beating this idiot. Right. And I'm sitting there going, and they're not even letting me do my act, and I'm beating them. Yeah. That's how lame he is.
Well, the big observation me and my old man made was you looked just like you did not want to be there. I didn't. You looked so pissed off. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, they told me to look pissed off, too. You know, oh, really? That was well, part came, of the commercial. It came through. But... Yeah. And I remember, I, like, and I'm sitting there doing the commercial, and they say, look pissed off. And I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> all of a sudden, Imus is looking pissed off. And then Imus would go, like, we're shooting the commercial. And Randy's going, I want to apologize for this. I want to apologize for that. And all of a sudden, Imus goes, oh, well. Like yeah, that? Right. The whole crew stops. They go, brilliant. Oh. They all start applauding. <laughs> oh, that was great, Mr. Imus. Great, great stuff. That's annoying. They're like clapping. I'm going, holy mackerel. This is a, a nation of sick people I'm surrounded by. <laughs> Make the Imus movie, the unauthorized Imus movie. Oh, please. Wouldn't He's even bother. Go watch that. I wouldn't waste my time. It's funny. He can't get any listeners and he can't get any friggin' viewers yeah, to a movie either. Wants to watch that. Yeah, please. There's no story there. Trust I'm me. Gonna go, I'm going to go. Before I go, one last thing. Not to get a plug, but you've got to check out the cover of Stepping Out this week. The girl on the cover is maybe the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life. Who is it? Her name, you probably don't know it. Gabrielle Tewitt from The Price is Right. Oh, yeah, I heard you interviewed some chick from The Price of Right who's hot. Oh, my God. I've, I've never seen anyone hotter. It just If you get a chance, just look at the cover and tell me if you don't agree. All right. It's unreal. I heard she said some weird stuff about The Price is Right. Yeah, she, she, she did. A lot what? of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah like, I forget. Now, you can't, guys, when they walk around back there now, you can't even look, walk around with your head up. You have to keep your head down because of all the lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all these old guys so the show's so old so you have all these old guys working there and all the girls are these hot young 20 year olds in bathing suits yeah the Barcarettes so you don't make eye contact yeah because they had so many they had so many sexual lawsuits that yeah. they literally have to be so careful that no one's wow. allowed to look at anyone and then she was criticizing the prizes yeah she said that the original like the, 30, the furniture is 30 years old that's a given away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's some of that funny. stuff, I, you know, I'd be like, you know what, you keep it. I, 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 I don't know. know what to do with it. Those showcases, sometimes I'm like, geez, I don't want any of them. Yeah, you know what, I want to cart away that <laughs> that fake grandfather clock, you know, the one yeah. that, that looks like they built it out of plywood. He said there's so many green egg grills backstage that they have like a layer of dust on them. <laughs> Isn't she worried she'll get fired? I don't think she. I don't think she cares. Yeah. I think you know. She knew this was for stepping out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know what's going to read that brag. <laughs> All right, man. All right, take Later. Care. That's Chauncey, Stepping Out Magazine. <laughs> All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back right after these words. American Idol. Howard Stern. It's live. There is only one winner in this competition. It is Howard Stern of all media. This is Howard Stern. Hey now, yeah. Hey now. You know the chick on Desperate Housewives, Nicolette Sheridan? Yeah. She's going around saying she she's doing a commercial for some cream that's supposed to be an anti-aging cream, and she's going around saying that she's never had plastic surgery in her life. Wow. And you know it's just so obviously a lie. I mean, it's or a lie. That cream doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's bad for the cream. She says uh, she's hawking a skincare product that she says makes you look younger and denies that she had any plastic surgery. But skeptical fans say the 41-year-old former Knott's Landing diva should face up to the fact that maybe she has. 
Why did she go and butcher her face? Asked one horrified fan at the internet website awfulplasticsurgery.com. It's so sad. Well, she was a beautiful woman. She yeah. was. You know what I caught um, last week? I guess they're showing stuff she was in a lot because she's big now. Was uh, the sure thing. You ever see that with John Cusack, Howard? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, man. She's like the sure thing. She's like the dream chick in it. Yeah, she was all awesome. Oh, my God. And she looks much older than her 40-whatever years. Her nose is also slimmer than it was in her Knott's Landing days. But she's going around saying she's never had plastic surgery. That's funny, you know. We were talking about... You know, that commercial, and you, the first time you saw me on the commercial? Right. Gary comes in, he tells a story. I remember when I was at NBC, I had to do... I'm just getting back to what we were talking about before the commercial. We were... Um, oh, here's Gary. We were doing um, this uh, promotion, Milford Highlight, Milford, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, 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 Mama I Boone. remember that. I was miserable, had to go there. But Gary had some, some woman that he knew. Three years, she was listening to me, super fan, listened Mama to the Boone. show every day, loved it. She saw me at Milford Highline. Baba Booey. And it, she couldn't listen for, like, forever. She oh, said she didn't. She said she listened every day like you were her god. And she <laughs> met you at Milford Highline. She said it was such a disappointment. She didn't <laughs> expect you to look that way. And you weren't the guy on the radio. She said the guy on the radio just wasn't there. He was, you know, that you were Baba sort of Booey. depressed and not that funny. <laughs> and she said that she couldn't listen to the show for three years to the point where her father said, how come you're not listening to that guy anymore? She goes, I, I just can't. Because wow. I wasn't hot. <laughs> well, I think she, and I also think you, not not only did she not think you were hot, but you just weren't being Howard at the highlight. Yeah, I re I remember that promotion too. Now that you bring it up, and I remember being miserable. I hate making personal appearances. Yeah, and that was a long drive up oh, and a long God. drive back. And well, that miserable that night. And highlight has got to be the most boring piece of crap ever. I was going to say, and it just attracts degenerate gamblers. Yeah. Highlight, you know what I mean? Like right. That's got to be a really depressing yeah, you got to be hardcore gambler. Yeah, yeah. highlight. And I know I was fat and had that bad, bad curly you know, hair and looked like a wig. And the Did mustache. You still the mustache? Had the mustache. Yeah, it was best to keep me locked up. It, it still is, really. i got to go take a picture for something today, uh -huh. which I haven't done in years, and I'm dreading it because I hate that. Did you do your interview? Yeah. yeah it was fine. I did like a two-hour interview with a guy from USA Today. Oh, okay. smooth. Yeah, well, you know, I said to him, look, I'm here to sell radios. You know, this is my, my objective, and he wanted to do much more than that, obviously. Uh -huh. I mean, he needed an article, so uh -huh. I sat there and I told him everything that I could think of, you know. Right. About uh, we went into my divorce, we went into my oh, wow. uh, my relationship with my kids, we went into you know everything. Wow! Oh, that'll be interesting reading. Can't wait for this article. That's everything I've told you on the air. Well, pretty yeah. much, I think. It, it always looks different in print. Yeah, print guys have a way of burning you. Yeah. Sometimes. No, this guy was cool though. I mean, I mean, I've said that before and gotten burned. But right? Yeah, you haven't seen the article yet. Yeah, that's true. Judgment. I hope he doesn't. What's the guy's name? Can you say it or? Nah, I'd rather. I mean, I don't know that he wants his name said. So. Right. He's not going to put it on the article. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the biggest—it's the biggest scoop in journalism nowadays. <laughs> He's a nice guy. I've talked to him before, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I'll wait to read the article, then I'll give him a plug. There you go. Oh, okay, I, mean, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I'm actually not putting it on because why should I? Unless I, it's a good article. Right, good move. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I said, uh, I'm going to do a picture. I'll, I'll pose with a bunch of radios because that's what I'm doing. Uh -huh. And what could be more obvious sure. than that? He was like, no, you should pose with your dog or pose with, you know, we want a more personal. I said, listen, I'm, I'm doing, the only reason I'm doing articles is right. radios. Yeah. I, otherwise, I wouldn't even be here. I'm not here for you. Yeah. I mean, I ain't, look, I ain't looking to be, you know, interviewed. <laughs> but, yeah, I did that. 
Did you have to get introspective when you're answering these questions? I try to be. I mean, yeah. I try to be honest always in an interview because I think those are the most interesting interviews. When yeah, a guy sits that's there, why I say I want to read it. Yeah, when a guy sits there and tries to be funny, it sucks, I think. But, um, yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I was thinking of doing some other interviews uh, on TV, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I, I, I told my agent over the weekend, I called him, I said, I don't think I want to do this stuff. It's just painful. Mm. I mean, it's just horrible. <laughs> I mean, to sit there and talk about yourself. I know. It's really but, stupid when you have I, to yeah. talk about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I do that all day here. But, you <laughs> but know. it's worse on somebody else's show. Yeah. For some reason. Well, I was thinking of doing the Today Show. Mm. That's the one on the morning. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd tape something maybe. Maybe with Katie Kirk. I'd take a look at her. See if she hit the wall. Yeah. Or the other guy, Matt Lauer, one of those two. See if he hit the wall. And then I was thinking that. But then, you know, it's just like a whole thing. A day's short enough. Takes up time. Takes up a lot of time. Hey, so someone told me... Well, okay. Ross Zapin told you. I was going to say, Ross Zapin said what? <laughs> Ross Don't was say someone my friend told Ross. Me. <laughs> well, he didn't tell me. He told Gary. Ross said he was walking down the street on, I guess, Friday. Right. No, something. It was the middle of the week. Okay, now. middle of the week. Uh, again, I didn't speak to Ross about this. Uh huh. Uh, he said he was walking down the street and he sees Robin out on the street with a camera crew handing out. Something about the master cleanser, that horrible starvation diet she's on. <laughs> it worked. Horrible starvation. And I said, well... The, the thing that gave me back my health. Oh, please. Oh, please, nothing. Oh, giver of life. <laughs> That's right. I don't, you know what? It's not worth a living. you got to drink that crap. I tried it. Okay. I can't even get my mouth near it. <laughs> Did you try it? Oh, my Who God. Who made yeah. it for you? Ralph. Oh, it's Ralph horrible. doesn't know how to make it. Ralph horrible. never made it properly in his life. <laughs> he makes it all the time. And he syrup. makes it, he uses the wrong syrup. He uses everything wrong. It was horrible. He uses real lemon, not lemon. What, what's the difference between real lemon and lemon? Real lemon is is imitation lemon oh, juice. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I know what I forgot. The chocolate syrup and milk. <laughs> yeah. That makes it taste good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I ain't drinking that. All. I gotta it's eat something. Of your, it, don't have to drink it. Like I said, I was dying. Now I'm fine. Hey, so what were you doing? Was this for your TV show? Yeah, we're, I, no, it's not for the show. I told you we're putting together this marketing package for that convention, and we were just out there doing some little bit. What is going on with that new TV they show? They did a whole... You talk about interview. I was grilled on camera for like six <laughs> or seven hours one day. But it's for your own show. Right. right. And one of the things I talked about was regaining my health with a master cleanser. So they'll shoot to me trying to get people to taste it, you know, and watch their strange reactions when they taste it. But why do you want people to... In other words, like, okay... You talk about the master cleanser. Uh -huh. Robin's put together this piece for the National Association of television something or other Nat where feet, she's going to go feet. and try and sell her show to all these different markets right which sounds like a so, very stressful thing to but do. okay but wait a second so they interview her because right. they're putting together a promotional package mm -hmm. and they and she talks about the master cleanser fine while she's talking to the master cleanser they're going to have her out on the street trying to, f to get people to drink it what does she care if they drink it you don't care i know you I don't, don't care, care if they drink so why, what's the point it's just a stupid bit to, to get interaction with people all right, like, so it's a bit for the show. But shouldn't the bit be, I don't care if anybody drinks it. <laughs> no, I'd like, I, I'm interested to see what people look like after they taste it for the first time. And what, what did they think? A lot of people liked it. 
Hand out money. You want to stop me? <laughs> you, know, you know what everyone in the office? Why not? Why not go out on the street and let people feel you up? Oh, That's man, what they I want. Don't want. <laughs> Would you like to feel me up? I'm I'm desperately trying to get the show off the ground. There's a show. Come here, you. Feel me that up. ain't that desperate, <laughs> Mr. Commuter. Come over. Grab a grab a little cup. <laughs> yes. Everybody in the office is laughing the other day because Robin was shooting what her day is like here. <laughs> I didn't know. No, what was no, that? no, 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 no. They just wanted some B-roll. It was, it was talking to people right. in the hall. So it was funny because a lot of the guys commented Robin spoke to her news intern. Which she hasn't spoken to yet, ever. It, it was just funny. It just didn't seem like the conversation they have every day. Hello, it's, what's Robin, your name? They're out in the hallway for like 10 minutes that she's <laughs> was going. Eric is going, and I have this story. And Robin's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I'm considering putting that as a lead story. And everyone's just laughing. It was just funny. <laughs> It made me talk to Scott. Yeah. I never did. You're right. Did I do something wrong? Now, can I ask you a question, Robin? An honest question? Robin never yeah, talks to me. Before, what, what are the other questions okay. you asked? Before you spoke to your news intern the other day, did you know her name? Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. You told it to me when she first got Hello, oh, yeah, Betsy. Right. I mean, Patricia. Uh, <laughs> so you're standing, so for the, the setup. You're standing in the hall talking to your news. This intern. is now. This is Ganges. Uh, Ganges. Right. They, they keep asking Ganges for B-roll of me around here. Right. And Ganges like, well, let's stage something. Uh, go talk to your intern about the news. Do go you talk know? To Scott. Do you know you have two news interns? Uh, I know that two different people hand me. Yeah. Now you're gonna. <laughs> There's my off. primary and my. What are all the interns' names? They're all your interns. What are your What are your two news interns' names? <laughs> I know Erica. And what about the other one? <laughs> and I'm telling you, she knows Erica from the other day. <laughs> I do. I know Erica. From the first week, you had me. Uh, you put me on the spot then. Is your other news intern here right now? Madam X? No. I haven't seen no. who's here today, yes. <laughs> who else so is you, in the back office, you? I have no idea. So, so wait a second. So, you, they got you on camera, and you had to talk to the news intern. Right. And so, what do you... Hello. No, I just, you know, we just stood no. there and, and went through some articles. She's like, Rob, Rob's like, what do you have for me today? No, Erica, well, that's... It's not even for the sound. It's just for the look of standing there talking to somebody. I have Bernie Carrick with Judith Regan. <laughs> oh, this is a nice juicy item. We'll put that first. <laughs> but it's funny because I did hear Rob go, that's a good one. You're that's a good one. That's a good one. And then there's a dog who bit the nude man. We'll put that as a teaser later on. <laughs> Robin Quiver's day begins... In a session with her news intern. That's now, not what's going to I'll happen. use that as my lead story. <laughs> Later on in the day, she hands out Master Cleanser to the, <laughs> to the masses. Come here, masses! Taste <laughs> of the good life! Now it's time to relax. She goes home to her estate. <laughs> <laughs> One of two. To her recambier. One of two. Her to her recambier. Recambier. To her recambier. Her recambier. As I look out the back lawn and spy my two swimming pools. All covered for the winter. <laughs> the ones I can't swim in. <laughs> I can't swim. I took lessons. Oh, okay. Here Robin takes a swimming lesson. <laughs> Remember Robbie, the swimming oh, teacher? Yeah. Right. Who you were hot for? Or Bobby, whatever we Bobby. Bobby! <laughs> Bobby, come here and do a speedo. Immediately, too sweet. Oh, good for you, Robin. Congratulations on that. On your... I want to see it when it's done. Yeah, I'll be uh, doing a photo session today. Look at you. With this new so, show. Well, you're being shot, I'll be shot. Yeah. Yeah, they should shoot both of us. <laughs> I know. With a loaded pistol. Oh, man. Did you get Mr. X in there? No. No, you didn't want to be on? No. A shirtless Mr. X? He never came up. Nobody asked about it. His muscles glistening in the sun. <laughs> Plowing your fields. 
But they flew Jimmy up here and interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Nice. They to Rochester. They interviewed Leah. Look at you. Triumphant, finally. <laughs> Triumphant. <laughs> you got to make this your theme song. This is the wrong tempo of music. No, it's not. Oh, this it's is fine. terrible. Robin Quiver Show. <laughs> I would go to sleep if it's... Uh, that's my cue to go to nap. Are you going to dance like Ellen DeGeneres? Yes, definitely. There's a great story in the New York Post, page 6, about Ellen DeGeneres. Did you read that one? No. I gotta read this to you. I'm this still like, trying to learn everything about Judith and Bernie. <laughs> no, forget about that one. There's promos that run for Ellen DeGeneres where you'd think she invented dancing or something. Did you see? Have that? you seen her dancing? Yeah, but she just like it's like it's her bit she invented dancing around. Yeah, but you know what it is? She's such a man. Yeah. And to see her acting the least bit feminine is shocking to the audience. But That's what that is. Not feminine at all. No, dancing. it's not. It's the fact that she baby. dances is even yeah. Amazing, right? Every she's a once guy. in a while, she'll go up and dance with a guy, and it looks wrong. You never see a, a guy dance, you know what I mean? Right. But when a, two guys are dancing, you know how it looks yeah. wrong. When she goes up and pulls a guy up to dance with, it looks wrong. Yeah. She's evidently very sexual. I'm she, sure. She just dumped. She had this really hot girlfriend who she credited with saving her life. You know. Oh yeah. And, of course, uh, always. Yeah, but unfortunately, she fell in love the other day. With uh, another chick. Uh, she broke up with a, uh, a photographer, director, Alexandra Heidison. Heidison. We're told the real reason for the break is that Ellen DeGeneres is now deeply in love with Portia de Rossi. You're kidding. She's stealing Ringo's uh, daughter-in-law. Portia de Rossi is Ringo's... No. Portia de Rossi was dating Ringo's daughter. Right, right. So now she Ellen DeGeneres was somewhere... They met nine months ago on a photo shoot. Evidently, these photo shoots are... Very hot. Very hot. <laughs> they fell instantly in love. De Rossi gushed to pals. But DeGeneres remained loyal to Heidison, whom she often credited with, with saving her life. I never heard of Heidison. Oh, yes. She is David Heidison's daughter. All Who's these that? Girls are, David Heidison was on uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Oh. Uh... So when they did the photo shoot, uh, they kept things under control, even though they were instantly in love. But DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres, and De Rossi met up again at VH1's big in 04 awards gala. Oh. Their respective girlfriends were absent, and this time there was no stopping the lusty ladies. Uh-oh. Imagine Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, I wish I was at that party. They managed to find a private spot, and things got so hot and heavy between them that they raced to a limo and fooled around for hours. Cause what chicks, is wrong with her? The chicks can fool around for hours because they have no penis. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there's no end. There's no end to it in sight. <laughs> we have an end. Oh, we have a definite end. <laughs> Honey, you're done. You have a goal in mind when right. you get into it. The very next day, DeRossi left Gregorni, saying she was madly in love with DeGeneres. And DeGeneres oh, asked yeah. Edison to move out of their house. Now, we're told the pair planned to make it seem that they were already single in order to minimize the fallout. What fallout? They're lesbos. Right. You know what? But I hope this gives her um, some insight into Anne Hayes, and she can someday forgive. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. These things happen. Anyway, uh, Alexandra and Francesca are both devastated. Maybe they'll hook up. <laughs> P. 
People who know Ellen well feel she's going through a midlife crisis, dumping Alexandra for a hot younger woman, says our snitch. They predict Ellen will come to her senses and dump Portia to go back to Alexandra in the near future. Let's hope. Oh, my goodness. Who, yeah. who could spend that much time speculating about what Ellen's going to do? And why would Ellen DeGeneres leave her hot young girlfriend to go back? Yeah. What the hell is that all about? She's like a guy. Guys don't go back. Go back. No, you keep going younger, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> younger and younger, there's a pattern being established. And then the other big story, of course, if you're just waking up, is that... Wet. My <laughs> book publisher, Judith Rigg, and, and Bernie Carrick were having an affair, which I kind of thought they might have been. So you're buying it. You're not buying the denials. <laughs> oh, is there a denial? Yeah, they said in the past both Bernie and Judith oh. had denied that there was any affair. <laughs> well, hey, they never. I, as far as I know, there was no affair, but I thought that Judith was gushing over Bernie like unbelievably when we went out to dinner. She well, was like, he's the hottest guy I've ever seen, and he's so dark and brooding and so wonderful. Did, you know. uh, I mean, they say that he, you know, came to her apartment a lot and used to spend the night sometimes. Well, uh, who hasn't? <laughs> yeah, <they're real. laughs> And then she'd go over to that Battery Park place that he kept for mm. his trysts. Judith's a very sexy woman and very intelligent woman. I could see where a guy would fall for her. I really do. Oh, that's easy to see, yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't see her falling for him. That's I don't. Why? Care. Bernie's a very care. powerful I've man. I met him. That's a lot. He could break your neck with a twist of his thumb. Yeah, isn't that a turn on? That's a turn on to chicks. He can protect you. He's very Please. protective of those he loves. He's a little Napoleon. Oh come on. <laughs> man, Robin is all over character. I got so drunk Saturday night. What were you up to? Not that I wasn't drunk Friday night, but <laughs> but I mean I got drunk. Drinking starts immediately. Yeah. I'm like, I need a drink. You're going to be like Otis and Mayberry. Yeah. Well, no, you know what it was? Um, <laughs> I went to this like sort of fundraiser celebration thing my friend threw. And, uh, this is Friday or Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. night. So I went and uh, you know, I got there. I had a vodka. There was a lot of speeches being made. And there was no dinner being served. Oh. And there were no hors d'oeuvres. Really? So, yeah. Just booze. Booze. So I started drinking. And That's a recipe for getting drunk. And then I sat down. There was a big bottle of red wine on the table. I started drinking red wine, and they served up a salad, and then then a little piece of salmon. So I was just drinking a whole bottle of wine, and I didn't really eat anything. And I was pretty hammered. So I went out to walk my dog that night, like stumbling through the streets with my dog. And I'm like, I don't even like, I didn't know what was going on. My dog got into a fight with another dog, I think. I kind of remember <laughs> that. Remember? Yeah, I mean, my dog's a pretty peaceful dog. I don't know. We, but I was just like, eh, I don't remember. You walked your dog in a blackout. Yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> I don't remember what went on. And then all of a sudden, I'm walking along, and I'm talking to Uma Thurman. <laughs> what? Yeah. Is this a dream, or no. did this really happen? No, but Beth was with me. She said, you were talking to Uma Thurman. I go, I kind of remember, but I don't know what I said. Oh, I was so wasted. Is there a wow. chance it could have been embarrassing? <laughs> I don't know. I was walking down the street. <laughs> She was kind of wasted, too, so she didn't remember. Not Uma, Beth. Beth. So she said, I don't know, you kind of were just talking to her. I go, well, how did I get to talk to her? Like, where did she come from? Yeah, like, how did that happen? She she said she walked down the street, and she said, oh, you've got a cute dog. And then I looked up and saw that it was Uma Thurman, and I went, oh, hey. <laughs> and then she said, oh, hey. Right. And then I guess there were other words exchanged. <laughs> but, but you don't even remember meeting her. I remember seeing her face huh. on the street, but that's it. Wow. <laughs>
Hey, what am I going to do? You got to get yourself a check. Maybe I have to sign you and Artie up at the same time. No, but I don't. I mean, no, I just, it was just one night. Yeah, I wasn't really blacked out. I just, I just was kind of. You don't remember? I that's, didn't eat. That's what a blackout is. Oh. No, that's when you're cool. If you drink enough to where you don't remember talking to Uma Thurman, then you're cool. <laughs> I know it was her. Yeah, that you remember yeah. definitely. You know, I saw a guy walking his dog yesterday. And he brought up a question to me. What do you do when your dog is not having, like, solid? Oh, well, you got to wipe it up. Really? Yeah. No, you got to get rid of And my dog. dog never has a solid movement. Are you serious? Well, then Beth and I fight about this. I go... The dog doesn't have a solid, but she goes, every time she goes for me, it's completely solid, like bricks. I go, no, it's not. I said, I take the dog for walks all the time, and it's loose. And I said, we give her dry food, but Beth gives her scraps all day. Oh, really? It's the scraps. And then and then we and, and I said to her, listen, don't give the dog scraps, and I won't either. When you say scraps, though, just like, well, like what kind? Like pieces of chicken. Oh, or That messes it up. Right. And I said, that's what's causing the loose movements. Plus these biscuits, dog All biscuits. junk food. I don't know if it's... I don't, but I said, if she just eats her dry food, she'll be fine. Yeah, right. But Beth has this thing where she feels bad for the dog, so she gives her the food, and, I, and then I feel bad because why shouldn't I be the fun guy, too? Exactly. So I, gave, I loaded the dog up with chicken the other day. Because I'm like, I don't want to be the bad guy. I want to bomb with my right. dog. Because that's how she gets that the dog, extra... The dog well, loves Beth, right? and yeah. it's all about Beth. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I want the dog. Beth's been using the scraps to get right. that dog. Yeah. I didn't know that she cheated. Yeah, she cheats. So it's like I'm like, you know, I, I want the dog to love me. Yeah. So I go, you know what the hell? I'll give a few scraps. Too. <laughs> Feed it. Why do you think I love my mother? Yeah. <laughs> she feeds you. Easy to get a dog to love you. Yeah. her movements. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we got this big contest we're starting today. I yeah? can't wait. Yeah, this is a great one. Twenty thousand dollar prize, courtesy of the WWE's Tough Enough. Not just anyone can succeed in the WWE, and now a group of athletes are finding out just how hard it is. Don't miss the Million Dollar Tough Enough on WWE SmackDown every Thursday at 8 p.m. Get it on UPN. Hey, I should be able to get Judith on the phone to talk about this. Yeah, of course. You could get her on any other time. Right. These are your friends. And, Gary, call Judith Regan and get me an exclusive interview about her... Remember Alleged you, affair. I guess after the affair was oh, over was when she went on dial a date, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured there was some monkey business going on there. Yeah. Yeah, because we set her up with somebody, didn't we? Didn't she go on a date? Yeah, Jean-Luc. Meanwhile, oh, Jean I, meanwhile, Jean meanwhile, yeah. I mean, I was the beard because Beth and I went to dinner with them. And you really, so you really were never in on it. No. No, no. 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 He wasn't privy to any... Um... But Judith was gushing about Bernie way too much. Right. Isn't he the greatest guy? Isn't he hot? Don't you think he's so brooding? And don't you think... And I went, uh-uh. But don't you think she was gushing about you like that? Yeah, too? she was. So I didn't... So Believe I didn't... me, she was. Yeah, so I didn't <laughs> think anything of it. Oh, when she was in here, I don't know if she's a good uh, actress or something. Well, I thought I could have gotten Judith during the making of my book. Completely into you. Like, she was like, in she love was... with you. What do you like, yeah. think? Yeah, I, I could have gotten her. absolutely yeah. in love with you. And I loved her, too. I'm telling you, you get caught up. authority. You get caught up in Judith's web. She's engaging. She's, she's attractive, and she's... Fun. She knows how to get inside a guy's head. I was getting a little confused during the writing of my book. Yeah. That makes her dangerous. You know? It's dangerous. We were hanging out so much, and all of a sudden, you know, you're talking sex. You had your own little jokes. We had jokes. We had a whole relationship. <laughs> Everything but the sex. 
It was a lot like marriage. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Didn't Judith say to you, oh, he's so Semitic. Semitic? I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, I don't recall her saying that. Was that. <laughs> that was oh, man. So... You know, a guy can get caught up with this Judith. I'm telling you, she's dangerous. But Judith does. She zeroes in, and she falls in love. Yeah. And it becomes, that guy becomes her whole world. Yeah. Well, if you're going to work with someone on a book, which can get to be a pretty personal thing, you should be passionate about well, it. Well, when Judith would say to me, you know, oh, Howard, you wrote such a good chapter, and you're so smart, and, you, and I, I would feel like, wow, she, she makes she's me feel good. To me. Not only that, she's hot. Right? <laughs> oh, we got tons of email about Cabby. Oh, oh, yeah. Where is Cabby? I don't know. Man. About that bitch. He was calling me over the weekend. You saying, heard from him? He goes, Yach. They're saying I murdered someone. Oh. I didn't murder anyone. There's no blood. And I was just like, Oh no. And what am I? You know, I, I would normally call the police, but everyone tells me that this is just he's off the wall, right? Right. Now. Yeah. What are you calling the police for? I talked to him. For, he called me late Friday night, and he thought my TV was talking to him through the phone because I had the TV on. Right. And I said, Cab, come on, man. You, you you're all right, right? And then he got another call. And he said, I'll call you right back. And never. Call me back. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. You know. Right. Some people think cabbies on drugs. I have had friends who have had the same problems: delusions of being followed, watched, bugs, listening to vices, hearing things. Uh, they were all high on speed. Don't yeah, forget. crystal meth will make you hallucinate like that. Tell cabbie to get some effing sleep. I heard the show today when cabbie came in. I seriously hope that someone immediately took him to get help. At first, it was funny, and then it got scary and sad. He was completely delusional, and I wanted to say that it really touched me when Artie offered to take Cabby back to rehab. If anyone knows what Cabby is going through, it's Artie, and it was kind of him to offer to help. Artie would have probably dropped off somewhere and had a couple of drinks. No, I, I, I would have taken him. I, I hope Cabby's okay and is getting the help he needs. Well, I think Cabby is getting some help. Is he better today, or is he still... I don't know. Tom's on top of it, though. Okay. Tom, Tom has an unbelievable patience for all this nonsense. Oh, he's amazing. Cabby said that a clock came up. That said it was midnight and the date of 11.15.01. Does he watch DVDs on his Xbox? This is the date the Xbox is set to by default when it's powered on if the clock hasn't been set. Because <laughs> remember, Cabby thought there was some message right. in that? Yeah. Also, the Xbox makes weird noises and voices when you have nothing on it. Ah, so he kept saying, yeah, there was no picture and he could still hear voices. You can never quite make out what it says, but someone should tell him about the Xbox. Which, now it all makes sense. It wasn't a delusion. It's a friggin' Xbox. Right. Uh, no wonder Cabby thought... Cabby, who seems delusional, may have thought it was talking to him. I <laughs> uh, hear some people think Cabby's dangerous. Yeah, kiss. Some people think Cabby's suckering the show. Cabby suckered with all of you with his false psychoses. It was product placement for Jules Jordan porno. Uh, Howard, this was obviously an attempt by Cabby to stay out of jail, which was Gary's theory, but I don't yeah. believe it. He used just about every symptom for a paranoid schizoid that has ever been listed in any first-year psychology book. The classic is the coat. A true case will show a non-ability to notice uncomfortable heat and cold. But Cabby stood there and complained about it. This guy's not sick, just stupid. Cut the cord, dude, and lose this a-hole. <laughs> so everyone has their theories on Cabby. Yeah, he's being diagnosed yep. by everyone. Yeah, Sean, you're on the air. Go ahead. Howard. Hey, brother. Hey, how are you? All right. All right. Well, thank you. Um, uh, and, uh, Howard. Yes. Hey, you think everything that's going on with all the um, FCC and, you know, you go in a series, think that'll spark a new uh, bit for a movie? 
It's got me thinking about writing a book, I'll tell you yeah, that. I said there's definitely a book here. Yeah, I, I ought to get to work on a book. But you know what? i got to tell you something, man. I'm swamped with work these days, and uh, I don't even know how I would do it. I'm, t I'm taking well, this... Well, the final... The, the, you know, we haven't gotten to the end of the story either yet, so... Well, we, well, oh, yeah, right. That's But I could start writing a lot of yeah. stuff. Um, I, I, I'm doing this thing, uh, you know, like an organizing seminar thing. And I'm trying to figure out how to create more time in my day to write stuff. Right. Uh, there's just not a lot of time. I don't see even where there's a space in the day to do anything. I feel you. I feel you. But I'd like to write a book about this. When are you doing your organizing seminar? I do it uh, on Mondays. Oh, this is the phone thing you're doing? Yeah. How's it working so far? So far, so good. But it's hard. I have to reorient myself. I have to find a whole new way of doing things, uh -huh. and it's very. I'm very mired in my old ways of doing things. Right. The old ways are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they they kind of worked for me. Yeah. But, you know, but they really hey. didn't. Well, you hey, Howard. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Yes. Hey, you think you have any uh, U pods hanging around there for me? I don't have. Uh, I don't really have any prizes right now. Sorry. People are begging again. We got to stop that. We got to stop that. That's what the corner now, you pods? All right, this guy writes sort of a racist comment to uh, J.D., uh, who got mugged on Friday. The solution to keeping J.D. safe on the subway is to dump the portable CD player and read a book instead. Because books are like kryptonite to the guys that robbed him. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's someone who loves Mike Walker in the gossip game, but he says, Is Mike Walker fat? <laughs> I love the gossip game, but I can't stand hearing Mike breathe out of his nose into the microphone. Yeah, sometimes his breathing is very loud. I listen to the show with headphones on. It sounds like his head is right next to mine, sniffing my earwax. <laughs> Mike, clean up that honker and cut those nose hairs. <laughs> you sound like crap on the air. All right, I'll, I'll bring that up to Mike. Maybe he needs to get through that thicket of nose hair. Do a little trim. Uh, here's a guy in Radio Shack who thanks me. He works on commission, and he's been selling a lot of something lately. And Yeah, I was over at Radio Shack the other day, and they said they're flying out, and it's all because of this show. Well, that's great to hear. And, uh, um, yeah, that's good news. Huh? That's good news. Uh, here's a bunch of people describing Friday's show as so gay. Let me just say something. I thought it sounded good on paper to have the MrGay.com universe here. Oh, it was funny. It was funny. It's gonna be, but but it was very gay. Wow, I admit funny, it's gay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lay off that stuff. I've never seen Artie stand at attention for a man before. <laughs> Howard, what the well, hell? They were you, cute. Howard, what the hell are you doing over there? <laughs> Friday show was so gay. <laughs> the only thing that saved that show was Crazy Cabby being crazy. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the stress is getting to you over there. That or you're just gay. Please, stick to hot chicks. Okay, uh, I, I hear you. You learned your lesson. I hear you loud and clear. It was very good. When, when those guys were tied to the tickle post and Gay Ramon was tickling them in chaps with no yeah. underwear, oh, it was really bad. Uh, a lot of people say that guy, that douchebag who called in to say that the Vegas station was uh, cutting out your show, is they're wrong. At 6 a.m., they stopped the live broadcast and they restart the show. So oh. that's what was going on. And uh, here's another guy who says, please give that pole smoker, Mark Harris, a show of his own. Make it late on the weekend so I have somewhere to call in when I'm drunk and feeling abusive. Let me tell you what a mouth. Also, could you give me the name of the club where his daughter will be on the pole once she is legal? Oh. Well, just because you're Mark Harris's daughter doesn't mean you're going to turn into a stripper. That's Remember that. Right. All right. When we come back, I am going to reveal to you a very exciting contest. This is going to be a good one.
someone's going to walk out of here on their way to twenty thousand dollars. On their way. If they're up to the challenge, Robin. It's exciting. This is a physical challenge and a mental challenge. Uh, oh, by the way, speaking of challenges, did you see Survivor? No, I didn't even know it was on. What? I did not know the finale of Survivor was on. I must have it on you tape. You watched the whole season? You don't know when the finale is? I didn't know it was Sunday night. No one told me. What? And I read the newspaper. It really wasn't prominent there, and I didn't watch any football, so... I thought everybody knew. No, I didn't know, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it tonight. All right. You don't know who won? Nope. <laughs> don't know a thing. I loves not to know. <laughs> I don't know. Was it a good ending? Uh, I watched. You know, I didn't watch the whole season, right. but and and I was bored watching the final episode. Oh, really? I did stay for the whole two hours. I didn't stay for the the last part, but I know who won. But I'm very caught up in it. I've been watching it. I can't believe I didn't see it. You know what? I'm glad I didn't see it. I went to bed early and I feel good this yeah. morning. Yeah. Screw it. Yeah. You know what? The, the only thing, they could take, they make the finale two hours. It's so unnecessary. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do a part where the final people have to go sort of say goodbye to everyone who's ever been on the show. So right. They have around. to honor the idol. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Honor their other players. Like, well, I'll be fast forwarding through that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I know. Listen. Every week I watch it, I fast forward through half the show. All those long challenges and yeah. stuff, I don't care. Just show me who wins it. And the other thing that Jason and I were talking about this morning, I think they're, they're doing this tongue-in-cheek, but they're at the point now where Jeff takes the final you know, thing with all the names in it, and he literally walks away, and he goes, I'll see you you know, in Los Angeles. And he gets this big machete, and he starts cutting through the woods, yeah. and, then he, and then he cuts through the woods, and there's a big plane there, and he gets on it, and then he gets off the plane, and he takes it, and he puts it on the back of a motorcycle. It's just like a total good It couldn't be gayer. Right. Yeah, it's very gay. Right. All right, let me take a break. I'm very excited to tell you that one of the people you're about to meet will walk out of here on their way to $20,000. Okay. Courtesy of the WWE. That's right, the WWE. And their Tough Enough contest. Not just anyone can succeed in the WWE. And now a group of athletes are finding out just how hard it is. Don't miss the $1 million Tough Enough on WWE SmackDown every Thursday at 8 p.m. Get it on UPN. All right, we'll come back with that and much, much more, including my tape of Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee tape? Kathy Lee tape on The View. Oh. Talking about her son and oh, how she parents. It's great. Oh, I can't wait. Um, um, I miss this. <laughs> somehow got Kathy to talk about her son. Wow. No, it's, it's disturbing. <laughs> Maybe the most disturbing Kathy Lee tape ever. All right. And the history of Kathy Lee tape. Uh, Colin Farrell on SNL said the S word. Whoa. I wonder how many fines will come down out of this. Isn't that safe harbor time, or can you never say the F S word? Never say the S word. And don't they have a delay? Why don't they? Yeah. yeah. Why don't they? What's up with that? They've had a lot of these slips, ah. and they've never gotten a delay. We'll find out if there's a double standard for Howard and Saturday Night Live. You know Howard. That's me. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the $20,000 Tough Enough after this. Howard Stern, he is the king of all that he surveys. Folks treat him like a chump, they are all jealous hoes. He has a funny show, he has a funny show. He is the best and all the others blow. He The Howard Stern Show.
Okay, thanks. All right. Uh, first of all, I'm going to get to the contest in a minute where someone is going to be eligible for $20,000 right here. Al Goldstein's here. Stop by. Oh. He's down on his luck. Yeah, yeah, I guess he has nothing else to do. He can stop by here. Yeah, he has nothing to do. <laughs> Al used to make $4,000 a week more. He used to he used to have a mansion in Pompano Beach, Florida. And he had a beautiful townhouse here. There right? he is. There's Al. He's thin. Oh, he's thin. Look yeah, at that. Sit Al down. Sit him down. What do you, you He looks stand? good. This is the best he's looked in years. He looks good, but he's down on his luck. Thank you, Al. Al, hurry up and sit down. What do you think? I got all day to hand out papers? I'm shocked. I thought he'd look terrible. From porn king to penniless. He loves all the publicity. Doesn't he loves matter it. what it is. He loves publicity. Hey, Al. Hello. Let me Congratulations, put... by the Thank way. Thank you very much. I'm on you top know. of my game, and you're hitting, you're hitting I'm, rock I'm bottom. bottom. But you know something? Even though you're the loser of the week, I heard everything you said. You're not. I'm Come not on. the loser of the week. Uh, if you were He's loser, the loser you know, of the week. Uh, uh, right. You're the loser of the week. Why wasn't Al Goldstein the loser of the week? <laughs> I, I clearly am. Right. Al, let me uh, just quickly help, get into your help. story, okay? Sorry. You were a porn king. You were one of the people who started uh, Screw Magazine. You're the guy who started it. You were the publisher. You had a mansion in Pompano Beach, Florida, worth $2.5 million. Right. Um, on, your, on your highest grossing years, what were you grossing a week? Uh, a lot. It was $5 million a year. My salary was 400000 I had a townhouse on 247 East 61st. You had a townhouse valued at what? You owned it, right? I owned it. It was, a, uh, in fact, it, when I sold it for $1,500,000 in '89, it's now for sale on 61st Street for seven point five. My house in Florida was 15 rooms, 10,000 square feet. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had $11 million in the bank. But, uh, How did you lose? And what is yeah, with the breathing? What's going on with oh, your breathing? Oh, it's okay. It's my cigar smoking. Is it? Do you have cancer or something? No, no, no. no, no. no. You're healthy. I'm healthy. I'm is it from thin. sleeping on the streets and, and being yeah, homeless? Yeah, I'm cold. I, I'm living in a homeless shelter on 123rd Street on wow. Lexington Avenue. Wow. And, what, and, and, and no family? Your son? Uh, my son works for a firm, uh, 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 Wachtell and uh, Lip, Lippert. Uh, but he doesn't, he doesn't speak with you? No, he, his starting salary when he graduated Harvard was... 192,000. He knows his father's homeless. He doesn't care. Well, obviously you had a you you were not well, a good father to him. Well, because of you, right. uh, I was on this show. Because of I, me, you were not a good father. No, I, I would I would fail that my son was a Harvard lawyer, and he said, "Stop mentioning me on how it's no." Show. That wasn't it. It was that you. I was boasting. No, that wasn't why your son isn't talking to you, because you're a proud father. He feels that growing up, that you were not a great dad to him. Oh, I was a great dad. I, I took him to Magic Camp, Dude Camp. I gave him $500 a week. Listen, he graduates Georgetown, Oxford, and Harvard. But if you're not owing a penny. So, so does, if your son was in love with you, he would, he would help you. He would help his father out. I failed. Somehow I failed. Failed him as a father. Maybe I read John Stuart Mill. Maybe I exposed him to you. I don't know. In you really way, don't know why your son is upset. No, because you have I, no clue. No, because I was a great father. The reason he said was I should stop. I should stop talking about him on Howard Stern. And I hate to say oh. and Don Imus. But can I say something? The, <laughs> reason, the reason you spoke about him on this show was because of this huge article that we had read. So what, this wasn't the first place you spoke no, about him. No, I was and, proud of him. And you were saying terrible things about him. No, not till after. Not till he did not invite me to graduation at Harvard. I felt humiliated. His, his mother, Gina, uh, talked him out of inviting me. I felt humiliated when your only son, and I have five But you still can't badmouth your 
your son, even if he doesn't invite you to his graduation. Well, you can't. You can't do it publicly. Okay. Well, there's a reason That's a son right. doesn't invite you to his graduation. That's I'm right. the I, I was screws out of business, but I was the publisher screw. Suddenly, the money that finances education became dirty money. Right. But okay, let's talk about me now. Uh, for the last month, I've been in a homeless shelter. I haven't earned a penny in a year and a half. Last week, New York City. Bank How did you lose all of your money? If you were, if you had a, all these mansions and you had eleven million dollars in the bank. What could possibly happen? You're a bright guy. I mean, I'll you tell you, Howard, I'm not a good business. We had four ex-wives. Right. Gina got $3 million. Patty Flaherty, $2 million. Uh, the second wife, Mary Phillips, was a feminist. She didn't take anything. First right. wife, Lonnie, I, I hadn't started to screw yet. When you live in a homeless shelter, what, I see you have uh, nice clothes on. I mean, don't, oh, like, let me to... tell you, this jacket is from Marble Thrift Shop, $20. The tie is a dollar. I go to the Salvation Army. Do you have any money? No. Wednesdays. Okay, Wednesday's uh, uh, Marble Thrift Shop, 28th right. Street. Sunday, Salvation Army Senior Citizens. I'm going to be 69 January 10th. This is terrible. Okay, but I'm in a homeless shop. I have to sign for a bed. If I don't sign for the bed between 8 and 9 o'clock, I lose it. I'm on the street. I've slept in the Didn't park. Didn't someone offer you a job for $100,000 a year? Uh, 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 Larry Flint turned his back on me. Dennis Hoff, our friendly pimp, turned his back. Let me tell you who's helped me. Uh, 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 Penn and Teller. Penn has said that he would help me find a new place. Uh, uh, you know Paul Fishbein from the yes. AVN. Yes. Steve Hirsch from Vivid. Uh, uh, there are some people. Uh, Charlie DiStefano is the greatest lawyer in the world. He's, he's representing me for free and he's giving me money. I'm so bad off at the homeless shelter. Another homeless person gave me $5. Wow. Ron Jeremy has helped me. A hooker. I used to give her money. She gave me $100 back. It sounds funny, but it's pathetic. And what happened to that woman you were going to marry? She bailed out on you? Everyone bailed out. Everyone. I mean, Linnea bailed out. Uh, Rose Robbins, the lawyer. When you lose money, you're going to find this. When you lose your satellite gig, you're going to go to sleep alone crying t in the corner. You lose 99% of your friends. You think Gary's going to hang out with you when you're no longer useful? What, you're what is it, Why you're do you finished. assume that I have the same life as you? That I, I hope have it's family better. and friends? You're right. Okay. You've always tried to somehow equate your life with mine. It's, I, I have a whole different way of approaching people. I'm connected to people. I, I have a relationship with my children. I you're mean, right. Uh, no, no, no. I'm inadequate. No. I'm inadequate. My parents are, are, and I are still okay, close. You're my right. sister. I mean, why are you why are you putting I'm, me in the category that I have to end up like you? Because some people believe in God. I believe in Howard Stern. Yeah. You're my God. No, I'm I not. know. I hold no, on. You're my it. rabbi. Stop it. No. Stop it. Listen to me. There's a movie coming out. Uh, it's going to open in tri Tribeca. What do you mean you're living in a homeless shelter? I'm living in a homeless I lived in yeah. Bellevue for 21 days. Bellevue homeless shelter. And then last week they, they why moved Why did you me. turn down? a job for a hundred thousand dollars because uh, probation wouldn't let me take it but i was finally hired. why are you on probation uh, uh because of uh running the phone number of gina fishbein right when she oh, turned that's out. right okay, okay. bottom line but is didn't, weren't you like a greeter at the stage deli or yeah, yeah a second avenue deli but how then, did you lose that okay Okay, because they moved me to another place called New York City Bagels. Okay. And I started working Monday, and I'm in charge of catering. And they have wonderful food. We have food for you. The greatest whitefish salad you've ever had. It's 12, I swear to God, bagels. Mm. Gary wouldn't let me bring it in because he wants to bring it home to his wife. I mean, that's the way Gary is. Right. I have food for you. Bagels. Most delicious food. So you are had. a greeter Yeah, there? I, 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 I sell catering. 1228 Second Avenue. Can I run their phone number? Anyone, sure. Okay, anyone who, who, who books... 
uh, uh, New York City bagels for catering, food delivery. I'll even make appearances. Wait a second. I see you're wearing nail polish. A guy who's homeless. What, where do you get the where money for nail polish? Manicure? I was in the street. I panhandled it. It cost twelve dollars. Nail polish? I, I got a manicure and a pedicure. I didn't want to stink. Does a guy who a guy who's homeless get spends twelve dollars on a manicure pedicure? I'm selling food. I have to be clean. I shower every day too. All right. Okay. Call New York City Bagels seriously for catering, and I'll make a guest appearance. Two one two three two seven zero three three three. That's two one two. Three two seven zero three three three. I'm going to give. Say, right. Why do you still have an assistant? That's what I can't figure. No, out. She, she, she. I don't have an assistant. She called up to come. She's trying to help us. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, you all know, right. I mean, just the way Penn's helping me and Charlie DiStefano. I'm, I'm actually people are sending me money. You won't believe it, Gilbert. Godfrey's going to send $20. Oh, that's I mean, amazing. I don't, I don't believe it. it. Must be okay. $20. Yeah, no, but, but I'm serious. When hookers give you back money you spend... Where do you uh, keep your belongings? Like, what do you have? I carry it with me. With a shopping bag? Uh, yes, I have a locker at a homeless shelter. And uh, there's... Please, anyone who wants to send me money, I really need help. AlGoldsteinMovie.com. No, I'm begging for money. You're begging. I'm homeless. Why does it feel like you know, this is a bit somehow? I swear to God, why don't you come to the homeless shelter? No, I'm not coming to a homeless shelter. Okay, no, it's terrible. I I, you know, at the homeless shelter where I'm recognized because of Midnight Blue, people said, you were rich. I said, if I was rich, do you think I'd be here? This is not the <laughs> plaza. <laughs> I, I, I'm living this in a... Room. Yes, Captain Jenks, go ahead. Good morning. This whole thing dates back a long time ago, Howard. Like, this guy, like, you know... He, he, the intense hatred towards Jackie because he felt he should have had Jackie's job. This whole thing goes on for years. Al, just get a job. I mean, Al, I, a 69 year old man. I, I work at a gas station, Howard. You know, and I plan on working there for the rest of my life. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. And you get paid ten bucks an hour. What's you Al make, doing? Oh, you two Al, pair of headphones. You already have headphones. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear? All right, I'm Al. Saying, uh, yeah, I know. Listen, I, I started work. I started working Monday for New York City Bagels. I mean, he is working. I'm, I'm working. I get a commission, and I wish some of the people out there will call. Is there social security you get? I do get social security. All right, good. I hey, do. Uh, Howard. What yes. happened to Screw Man? Magazine. Screw Magazine went bankrupt a year and a half ago. And let me answer the question, Robin. By the way, you're looking wonderful. The The reason it folded was I could not compete with the Internet. You get all the hookers and porno you right, want. Right. And I'm not a good businessman. How can I go from $11 million to nothing? Wow. Howard, I mean, don't you get like 500 bucks you can give to this guy? <laughs> no, not, not really, what, actually. You know what I'd like you to give me, though? What, what about a, 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 a serious satellite radio? I'll give you one. How are you going to pay the bills for that? Yeah, you well, yeah, can't afford the subscription. Uh, I'll give him a subscription. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. Like, make it like you can't even like, afford 40 cents a day. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Listen, if you think I'm living in a homeless shelter for shtick, you are, uh, you are a disturbed... Wow, I'm living in a homeless shelter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow, I'm I work for NYC I just Bagels. Thought, wow. I, I just thought of something. I yeah. just thought of something. Put me on satellite radio. I got something better. Let me hear. I need a job. I got I'm a job. Maybe I'll make you one of the guys that's eligible for the 20000 Oh, Please. really? Yeah. Can we put him in the contest? Wait a second. First of all, bring in everyone who's eligible. We heard Al's story. Let's hear everyone's story. Okay, Al's got a pretty rough story. Al's got a good story. Yeah, good. Al, sit through this. I will. Uh, maybe you'll be the person we'll choose. Wow, the whitefish salad is great. Wow. <laughs> We're doing a $20,000 promotion with the WWE called Tough Enough. Now, this is a good one. Uh, one of one of these people is going to get a shot at twenty thousand dollars. One person, 
Maybe it'll be Al Goldstein. I don't know. I'll throw him into it. Oh, we have four, uh, five lovely people. One, two, three, four, five lovely people plus Al Goldstein. One of you I will choose, we will choose, for the $20,000. Let me say hello to this first lovely lady. What is your name? Susan. Susan. Let me get your microphone on. That would help. Hi, Susan. Hi. And where are you from? What do you do? What's going on Suburbs with Suburbs of Philadelphia. Okay. You a listener of the show? Yes. You are. Okay. And what do you do? I do uh, domestic placements. Oh, so you take people and put them in other people's homes to do work? That is correct. Okay, understood. Would you like 20 grand? I desperately need 20 grand. All right, I am going to absolutely choose one of you for a shot at the $20,000. You will have to compete in a physical and mental challenge that you might not be up for. Let me, let me see this next beautiful young woman. Who are you? Terry. Terry, hi. Hey. You are you are a good-looking woman. Thank you. You a fan of the show, or are you just someone we pulled off the street? How I'm a you... fan of the show. You're a fan of the show. You Where responded are you from? to Tennessee. You got a hard luck story. I got a yeah. What's your story? You me tell it to you the whole thing now. Yeah. Well, I met a guy two years ago, and I believed he was the man of my dreams. So uh-huh. he convinced... Well, you're a good-looking woman. Well, thank you. Yeah. And he convinced me to move with him, so I gave up my life and my job to move with him. And in the process, my parents pretty much disowned me because he's a black man. So um, two months after I got down there, I came home from work, and all my stuff was outside. And wow. he moved another girl in, so I had to sell all my stuff to get money to get an apartment. The black guy moved someone else in? Yeah, he said he left me for someone with a bigger ass. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable, huh? Wow. I you had a bad. Yeah, Al. So, um, I had to spend all my rent money and my savings to come down here because I pray to God every night, and I believe I believed he answered my prayer. All right. Hey. Now, did her parents take her back after the black guy threw her out? No, they won't talk to me. Wow. Wow. You know, we, we told Lost her. forever. She, you know, she said she was selling everything. Basically, the last penny she had to come up here. And we told her that you're coming up for a chance to come on, to not, not necessarily to win the money, but a chance That's to win. That's true, yeah. And only, she said... Only one person can compete in this. We have to choose one of you. And she said she felt it was some sort of a sign that this was going to be the big thing that was going to get her the money. So she was, you're going to get a butt implant? I want one. You want, so she well, get you the breast, guy back. You have breast implants, right? I mean, those are nice. Yes. Too big, Al, or are they nice? Too big. Too big. I yeah. like them. I'm like delicate, I like but I'm a latent homosexual. So sorry. What about your... Now, uh, the butt implant, is that to get the black guy back? No, I don't want him back. It's just... Let me see your butt. What do you mean you're going to get a butt implant? Let me see. Great, turn around. you got a great ass, honey. Don't, what do you, what's a butt implant? What the, what, 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 Actually, I need the money because i got to get back on my feet. I'm like three months behind on my car payment, so I'm dodging the repo man. Okay. Don't get a butt implant. Uh, most black men would be very pleased with that ass. Trust me. Most white men. All the black men in that room are pleased. You're not kidding. Let's meet um, the woman standing next to you. What's your first name? Hi, my name's Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. You a fan of the show? I love you, Howard. Oh, thank you. And do you have a hard luck story at all? Do you need money, or I, why are you down here? I've listened to all your hard luck stories over the radio, yeah. and I felt like if you put them all together, you would have gotten mine. So. Really? What mm-hmm. happened to you? If you can give us the quick rundown. I can't give you the quick rundown. I can give you a long rundown. All right, give me give me some of the highlights then. Okay, highlight. Um, my when I my mom and dad split up. Boy, I'm in her belly. So, mom and dad leave me with my great grandparents. My great grandparents take care of me, but in, while they're taking care of me, they have to work. And my brother beats me up every day, and I, knives were involved even when we get when we were beating each other up. Wow. And um, then my Grandmom dies when I'm in eighth grade, and I miss her a lot. And then 
when I get into high school, my great-grandfather dies in 10th grade, and you can tell I'm nervous. Okay, so then my sister and my brother, who I lived with, um, we would we got split up. And then when we got split up, I went to my aunt's house where my dad lived, who I never met ever before. And when I meet him for the first time, he beats me up, and I have to stay there until I can find a new home. That is awful. And when I found, and it took me a long time to find a new home, like three months. So when I got done school, I would, I wouldn't go home if he was there. I would wait till my uncle or my aunt got home. Man. And then, um, I didn't want to live there anymore because he got fresh with me. Man. And I was over that, and I tried to find somewhere else to live. So I went to go live with my cousin's grandmom. And when I lived there, my aunt Tootie. Her, her daughter thought that that's Tootie, right? Tootie, right, Tootie. Right. Her daughter, my grand, my cousin's grandma's daughter thought that if I lived there and my grandma, the grandma was going to die soon, that I was going to take the house over because I lived there. But I didn't want the house. I didn't want anything to do with the house. It wasn't mine. So I left there so that there wouldn't be any ill feelings about that. So then I thought, okay, where can I go next? So. I said, my mom is my mom, so I called my mom up, and my mom was thrilled to death. I haven't seen her either since I was born. Yes. And I was thrilled to death. I wasn't thrilled to death to call her. I was desperate, okay? She was thrilled to death. Al, your story doesn't sound so bad right now. (laughs) Wow, my Aunt Tootie hates me. (laughs) Wow. I don't like her either. All right, a bad story. I fought my brother with a knife. (laughs) Wow. So anyway, anyway, um, I had to live at my mom's house. And at my mom's house, she tells me to go to the movies because I don't know anybody with this guy. And her friend got fresh with me. And then I came home and I told my little brother and sister, and... Everyone gets fresh with you. <laughs> Let me see your ass. Do you need implants? No, I don't, I don't need implants. You don't need an ass implant. How, how fresh did they get? My dad, at, at my aunt's house, my dad would just, like, try to rub on me and dry hump me and... That ain't cool. No, that's not cool, and... It, stuff might have happened, but somebody would walk in and I'd get saved. My cousin or my aunt or my uncle would walk right. in. Okay, and then it, when I went to my mom's house, my mom tried to teach me how to steal and do bad things. That's and, nice. Wow. And oh, I yeah. wasn't into it. Yeah. So then she wanted you to have a profession. She right. wanted me to have a profession. <laughs> wow, my mom taught me how to steal. Wow. <laughs> but I didn't steal. She just taught me how to steal. Wow, I got rubbed on. Wow. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so anyway, then. My Aunt um, Tootie got fresh with me. Wow. <laughs> so then my, um, right. my mother um, started dating this guy who was 18. And the 18-year-old, and the 18-year-old killed her husband, and then I, and then they helped bury him. Oh my God! Then they took, then they put him in wow, the trunk of a I'm car. I'm a lousy storyteller. Why? I'm not. This is the truth. Then right, they so took had him. a bad life. Yeah, but they took him and they put him in the trunk of his car. You started. And they parked it at a Burger King parking lot. <laughs> And the re- and then I left there. Right. Then so, they were done with them. Then I was done with them. Then I came back to Jersey 
bought a car, had no money, lived in my car for nine months. Wow, I went back to Jersey. Wow. I love the show. <laughs> Can you, you go to Burger King? I love the show. All right, so you've had a very good I love Burger Burger King's all right. <laughs> I worked at Burger King. I mean, it makes Al, Al sounds like, wow, I need 30 cents for a new manicure. <laughs> wow. Hey, if uh, Gilbert Gottfried's listening, can you send her 20 bucks? <laughs> what a prince that Gilbert is, huh? 20 bucks. $20. What a prince. Didn't he come to your house every week for, like, free breakfast? I, I fed him and Ratso for years. Have you even heard from You've been on the two wrong horses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next woman. Uh, hi, you're very hi. beautiful. What, Thank you. How do we know you? Are you a fan of the show? I am a big fan of the show. All yeah. right, do you have a hard luck story as well? Not compared to that. No, I Actually, I really don't have a hard luck story. I just... You want 20... Uh, I want 20 grand. I want to get a boob job. You want to get a boob job. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with Not that. Not a butt. No, I think you would look hot with a nice set of boots. You got a nice body, baby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what about your Aunt Tutty? Did she do anything to you? <laughs> I have no Aunt Tutty, and if I did, I hope she wouldn't do anything to me. All right, but you're up for that. You don't know I'm what... just a poor college kid. I... Right. How old are you? 21. You don't know what the challenge is. None of you do, but uh, we'll find out in just a minute. And I'll even show Al Goldstein. Right? A lot of you might back out. Yeah, Al, you still have a chance. This Thank is not you. 20 grand. It ain't going to be easy, trust me. And here's a gentleman. What's, yeah. uh, what's your name? My name is Peter. Hey, Peter. How do we find you? Uh, from the street, actually. Yeah. You, so You're a street person? You're a street person? <laughs> no. You were just I'm just a tourist. Up. I'm from Sweden and visiting <laughs> a friend. <laughs> so we came up to you and said, would you like to win $20,000? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. And uh, that sounded pretty good to you. In Sweden, 20000 is worth a million, isn't yeah. it? Uh, not really, but yeah. it's a lot of money, though. You could buy a mansion in Sweden <laughs> for $20,000, couldn't you? A small mansion, yeah. Yes, you see what I'm saying? Oh. Al, if you move to Sweden, you'd be very wealthy. Yeah. You'd be wealthy again. Uh, if they have homeless shelters, I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> nice ones. So, uh, Sweden, uh, what do you think of our city? Is this your first time? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, Thursday when I was picked was my first time ever in New York, actually. Right, okay. So, it's, it's a lovely city. Have like you ever it. heard our show? I've seen the movie. You've seen our movie? Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. So, you know that you know, it's a wild show in this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, wild and weird, yeah. yeah you married guy? I'm engaged. You're engaged. So yeah. if you brought back $20,000 to Sweden, you'd be a hero. Yeah, and I probably had to get married on there. They got black people in Sweden? Uh, yeah. They, they do. Import it. Not a lot, though. <laughs> not, real, not real African blacks, uh, are they? From yeah, Africa? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Americans Where do you think they get their blacks? I don't know. Are you allowed to live there and everything? I thought it's a very white country, that's why I asked. Uh, I think the reason why it's pretty white is that it's so far off and really cold and nasty weather, so no one wants to go there. Oh, I see. I heard they keep their blacks in a museum. <laughs> Actually, one of my good high school friends played football in Sweden, a black kid. Yeah. He said he... he had so many white chicks. Yeah. Really? He said, oh, he was welcomed over there. All right. Let me tell you. And Al, why not? You, yeah, maybe you'll I, want to compete. Once I you see it. what the task is, though, That's I don't it. know that any of you will want to do it. I'm not sure. What this involves. Yes, Baba Booey? I want to slow the show down, but I, I don't understand why number one needs the money. She just said she needed money, but I don't understand what her story is. Well, do you have a story? Absolutely. What is your story? I married the most amazing guy in the world. I'm Thank now you. 41 years old. That wouldn't be me, would um, it? No. Oh. All right. Um, we married later in life. We soon wanted to have a family. Yes. Got pregnant. Unfortunately, I lost the baby. Um, we decided to move into a small fixer-upper house to make some money um, to... See, to me, 41 is enough of a sad story. You had me right with that. <laughs> wow, I'm 41. Wow. <laughs> we move into this house, a fixer-upper house. Right. Um, we hire a contractor because we needed... It was three bedrooms, one bath. We wanted to make it just a little bit bigger. Sure. It's a very small house. Our contractor, we paid him first in October. He took all... He built... 
three quarters of the house took all of our money. Wow. $50,000 of our money. On top of it, through this entire time I'm going through fertility trying to have a baby, right. the stress is killing me. I've gained over 20 pounds since I started trying. Well, that ain't good. And now our contractor, our township tells us the entire house has to come down. Just last week, we hi had a hire a demolition come in, take the whole thing down. Oh it's God. raining in our house. Oh. Um, the drywall is rotting away, and now we can see you know, water coming through outside. We have a tarp on it. The tarp has a hole in it now, and water is just pouring through. Our basement is filled with water. It's, we're oh. living in half a house. So this would, that 20000 would certainly help you. We are desperate. You can't even imagine. A contractor ripped me off. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you come live in my house. House and you'll see what I'm just Al Goldstein wishes he had a house. <laughs> Al, you can live in my house. I'd welcome you. Um, I'll be there tonight. <laughs> He's got nowhere else to yeah, go. Yeah, don't make that. Uh, Al, what time, do you, what time do you go to the homeless shelter? Do you stay uh, out all day? You have to stay out all, all, all day. Uh, I have a slop dinners at 5 o'clock. I have to sign for the bed uh, at, at between 8 and 8.30, or, or else I'm back. I've been in Central Park for, for the last for three nights. Right. And then they you slept in the park? Yes, yeah, because uh, I hadn't signed for my bed. And at 10.15 is bed check. The food's terrible. One person named Noel Stein owns a restaurant, BJ. He's fed me two nights. All right. Yeah. Where in the park do you sleep if people want to come and visit you? Uh, right near the carousel. Oh, oh that's there. a good spot. That's a good spot. I know oh, a guy who sleeps there. You can come. It's I'll very, even it's, give you a listen, shot listen, listen, I'm, I'm, you know, you got someone who's 41. I'm going to be 69. I'm going to be 69 January 10th. I'm homeless. I've lost everything. Everybody's abandoned me except you and Penn and, you know, Charlie DiStefano. I really am desperate. I don't care what the challenge is. I accept. <laughs> You're accept already. I, I have, well, I, wait. I, wow, I, my I, only I, friend is Penn. I, wow. I, I, I want to get off the street. I want to get off the street. All right, I think all right. I could sum them all up in wise. All right, here okay. we go. Go ahead, Artie. Uh, wow. Wow. I used to make $5 million a year, and I have to sign for a bed. Wah! Wah! Stress is making me gain weight. Wah! Wah! I need a bigger ass for my black boyfriend. Wah! <laughs> Wah! My Aunt Tootie rubbed on me. Wah! Wah! I need bigger breasts. Wah! And wow, I'm from Sweden. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jackie was better than me. Oh. Maybe better than you, honey. <laughs> I need the money, and don't all really right. need that let me plant. Let me show everybody right now, all what is six the challenge? of you. Yes. I can only choose one for this. You will have to be chained for an entire week <laughs> to the following individual. And I'm going to tell you about this individual. This individual smells. He is obnoxious. He is moronic. Somebody said Benji. I think, no, I no, think much I worse. I chase this individual out of the hall because I of how he's dressed. I will do it. Let me tell you something. He will drive you crazy. You will be chained to him when he goes to the bathroom. He talks incessantly, oh, talks and his mouth, mouth smells. <laughs> his gums bleed. His gums bleed. His feet have mold on them. His oh. feet have mold on them. Can you I have to go live in his apartment with him for a week. Wait, 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 wait. Is it indoors? It's better than the homeless it's shelter. Indoors. I agree. Can any of you fans guess who it is? Bring in the monster now. You have to shower with him? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bring in the monster. There he is. High pitch Eric, oh, the world's most geez. annoying human being. <laughs> He is in a thong. He is a monster of the worst kind. And don't think this is going to be easy. Because he is annoying and horrible. 
Hello, high pitch. Hi, Howard. How are you? Hey, good to see you. Great to see All you right. and Artie. All right. For $20,000, one of these people has to be chained to you for a week. It's actually till Thursday morning. You will endure what few humans can endure. They're going to walk out of here chained to him now, yeah. and they have yeah. to keep that chain until Thursday morning. He smell. Go over and, and breathe on these people, Eric. Oh. Let them smell you before they agree to this. Oh. I want them to smell you. You're oh. vile oh. and disgusting. Can I give you a kiss hello? Sure. Oh. That wasn't so bad. Can I give you a kiss hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is good. Can I give you a kiss hello? Can't wait till he gets to the guy from Sweden. Can I give you a kiss hello? If you don't mind. How are you? <laughs> nice, to meet you. nice to meet you. Do you smell him? Do you smell him? Uh, what? Thank you. Thank you. Do you smell him? Thank you. I smell deodorant. Let me yeah. approach each one of you. <laughs> Al, you would be up for this? I would do it. But by the way, is, is that it? I'll, I'll That's the whole contest uh, for a week. Can, you know, I, can I rub against him, too? You can do whatever you want to him. Okay, if I can use him sexually, I'm in. You would actually have sex with him? For 20000 you're damn right. You I, I've had ugly wives, yes. Well, Al was taking it to a new level. <laughs> you know, you know Howard, I never want to be chained to Al Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now High Pitch Eric's got to get Eric's nodding his head saying, I don't right, want to be with yeah, him. Maybe he should get the 20000 Would you have sex with Al Goldstein? No. You're homo, aren't you? No. Yes, you are. You're no, I'm not. He's too ugly to be homo. <laughs> that could be a good pairing. <laughs> Let me ask you, contestant number one. Would you be willing to do this? Absolutely. Contestant number two with the big breasts and the, and the ass not big enough for a black guy. Would you do it? Absolutely. You would. I do have to say that when Eric went down the line to kiss everybody, the body language on number two, her whole body stiffened up. Yeah, she, she, she was very not, uh, not ready for a kiss. Now, you can back out of this, and I understand perfectly. Number three, what about you? Piece of cake. You'll do it. Mm -hmm. Number wow. four? Uh, I was ready for, like, the spanking machine or something, but I got finals on Friday. I don't think I can take them with me. No, 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 no. You'll be done by Friday. You'll be done by Thursday morning. Or take you have to study with him, that's all. Immediately, you will be shackled to him and brought to his apartment, huh. and you will have to go through his day and night with him. Well, what are you, what are you studying for? <laughs> it will be absolute torture, lest anyone think this is easy. This guy is on the Internet all night. He just wakes up. He goes out. Describe your day and how horrible it is. Oh, well, I, this past weekend... Uh, He's a monster. What did he just say? No, this past week it was my last week of freedom, okay? His gums bleed, yes. I was with Angry Black Irish John went to the New Jersey Nets game. Then we went to scores, okay? All right. Then I went to a couple of bars over the weekend. I went to a bar called Martini's. Got just so wasted and drunk. Okay? Yeah. Now, you've never been with him when he's wasted and drunk. He's disgusting and smelly. He washes his size 48 underwear in the sink with the stains and the whole deal. Uh, no. yeah. Yes, I saw the pictures of your yeah, underwear in the that's sink. True, that's true. How many times a day do you move your bowels? How many times? Between two or three times a day. Between two to three times a day, you'll be subjected to his bowel movement. This is his sink. This is his apartment. There's cat crap all oh. over. No, 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 no. There's no cat. No, that's my crap. Oh, that's your crap. No. I'm sorry. No. This is not going to be easy. If anyone thinks this is a lark now, it is not going to be easy. Swedish dude, I didn't ask you the question. Would you do it for a whole week? I doubt it, actually. And I think uh, some of the others need the money more than I do, and I don't think you're that's going to be worth I don't, it. You should be a friend. He's yeah, bailing out. It's not going to be worth you, it. You're backing out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's because not be it looks it. like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. I don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, so whatever he is, he is but now uh, I don't think I would do it. Now, you know, what, now what, are you, what are you studying for? 
Oh, what's my major? Yeah. Elementary ed. You know, they help you study? <laughs> Swedish dude, you've already <laughs> dropped out, right? Yeah, You're I out. Think, yeah. All right. Hey, hey, say goodbye to you then. Okay. N number one wants to know if it's okay. Can she put a sheet on the bed? You can't do anything. Okay. But uh, you have to go along with Eric's game plan. Eric, whatever. If Eric puts hey, a sheet on want, the bed. Whatever you want. I'm pretty easy to get along with. Wow, he's a chicks. Me too. Al, you would go through this. It's an improvement over, over my life. I want to get out of the park and the homeless shelter. He is actually, uh, he's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Wow. Do you realize this guy's doing better than you, Al? I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Howard, our situation was so bad we were on television. Wow. We have to choose. Each person in this room has to choose one person to be chained to high pitch arc for the week, therefore qualifying for oh, the... no. $20,000. I'm going to go to Fred Norris first, who is so good at this kind of thing. He, like Solomon, I'm asking you to decide who will be chained to high pitch Eric. Well, I think I'm going to go with the people who would least like to be with Eric. And I'd say, in first place, it would be number four. And in second place, the one with the ass implants. Number three, she wants, she, it's too easy for her. And number one, I think somehow she'll find a way to deal with it. What about Al Goldstein? He might actually repulse um, high pitch. I think there might be penetration with Al. So I'm <laughs> you don't, you don't want to see that. Hey, number four, are you, are you easy to get along with, too? <laughs> number four Point looks like she would vomit. Like Wait, is number, four, is number four still in it? Are you still, yeah. you're, you're still willing to do it. Yeah. You look like you're ready to bark. She looks like she's ready to pass out. You're willing to risk your whole education. How is that risking my education? You're never going to study <laughs> well, in question. What's oh. school, what school do you go to? URI. Where's that? Rhode Island. Rhode Island? URI. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Fred, who do you choose? I get it. No, my first first vote is for number four, and if there's a tie or runner-up, runner it'll be number two. All right, so number four, you have one vote, because Fred feels, out of all these people, you, you will would, have the most you would difficult time. The most. All right, Al, that's one vote against you. I know. I'm going to go to Artie Lang. Okay, I've been a fan of Al's for a long time. I'd love to see that, but here's the thing. Number four, it would be funny because she's so against it, but she ain't going to last. That's not going to give us a fun week. She has to get through the whole week. I don't think she'll last. Maybe it'd be funny to see what breaks her. All the girls are attractive, but number the, the ass implant trick is like stripper hot. Right. And I think I'd like to look at that for a week. So you're going with number two? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You say you. number two. You say you could be chained to high pitch arc, a, a, something more like an animal than a human being, for an entire week. Are you talking about like hand to hand? Yeah. Hand to hand. I mean, she's Wait, not hold on a second. Can I, can I jump in for a second? Understand something. You look at him, right? He's gonna sit on the toilet and do what he has to do, and you're gonna be handcuffed to him. When you sit on the toilet, do what you have to do. You'll be handcuffed to him. That's just the way it goes. Every waking minute. Every minute. See that bed? And that even at night. The bed you saw with no sheets, you guys will sleep on the bed. Now, we have security, so he's not going to touch you. But you have to sleep next to him. You have to, if you have to shower, he's in the shower. Your, your arm's in the shower. I mean, you're with him. She's got nice cans. I, I like this. You're able to do this? Yep. You want to back out now? Not yet. What if I gave you $500 right now to back out? Get right out of the room. Would you do it? I spent 900 to get down here. All right. Robin, I go to you next. Jeez, this is tough. You one know. vote for number two, one vote for number four. I love Al, but uh, you know I don't know that that's going to give us the most exciting. 
contest. Two, Al two annoying guys. Yeah. Al, Al, Al thinks that's a, a luxury right, palace yeah. compared to where he is. That's Al's true. Al's moving up when he does this. you got to think of a, the good of the contest. <laughs> hey, I have a lot of stuff planned, too. What are you going to be doing for the week? Well, uh, Chinese buffets. Yeah, Jeez. Al likes that. I'm going to party at my house with some people. Uh-oh. Like who? Uh, some people for that, that call in on the show sometimes. Uh-huh. Like Marianne. Right. She's going to come by. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to a couple of bars, get drunk. You're going to be dragged around with him. There'll be hardly any sleep. I will give you the most amazing show. Why do you say that? drinking a lot to stay with him all week. Why do you say that, number one? I desperately, desperately need it, and I will have the best time with him. Number one, can I ask you a question? Did you finish your Christmas shopping? Yes. Because I was wondering, maybe if you wanted to go Christmas shopping, we could do that, too. Whatever you want to do. Robin, who are you going to vote for? I'm voting for number two. Number two, the woman with the gigantic breast. Yeah, the yeah. black I man kicked her out. she'll be the one who breaks. She she will be she'll be a mess in two days. She desperately needs the money, though. <laughs> she desperately needs the money, but I'm telling... And she'll probably go through to the end because she needs it so bad, but she's going to be broken. You say she'll break. Yeah. I want to see somebody break. Yeah, she'll be broken. I was thinking number four would break over number two. I, I don't think, think number, number three would break. I think number four would break and leave the contest. That's what I think. That's what so I want to see. I am the you... least person that you would ever expect to be here. And I don't here. think you'll break number one. You need the money too badly. Right. Yeah. yeah, you're too mature. You're you too have, mature. You're on, you're, you can handle You it. would do anything for your family. You're actually an admirable person. See, you just said you'd have the best time with them. That's you know. I will make it so that you will have the best television show and the how best How can you do ratings. that? I just know I will. But how? I will you totally... Gotta, I, yeah, but you got to prove it to them. No. I will have... You, you will, will just, not be sickened by high pitch. No. Oh, I laugh. promise you, I already You will am. not break. You will not break. If you want, to, will you let uh, Eric get you pregnant? That'd be the way to go. <laughs> Number three is another person who I see has integrity, who wants the money badly. She would never break. I need the money really bad. I would make the best show you ever seen. I'm a faithful listener. I love you. I would give you a really good show. Number two has two votes. Number four has one vote. If I vote for number four, that would tie everything up. And then, are and then it would oh. leave it to Baba Booey. Ah, that. yeah. That's right. I'm going to vote now. The person that I think is most likely to break is the person I'm going to vote for. Because I want to see someone break down in tears yeah. and say, Hi, Pitch, you are a monster. Yeah. You smell, and I cannot stand to be here even for $20,000. <laughs> because this is based on the WWE's Tough, tough enough. enough. right? I want to find the weakest person. Everyone knows High Pitch Eric is barely human. <laughs> He's as close to animals. He can't stand himself. Animals don't even like him. <laughs> like Frankenstein, he stands alone. Remember, oh, you should be playing the tape of the girl who broke down crying after making love to him. Yes, bring me the tape. <laughs> Actually, that was Jeff Carroll. That was Carl. Oh, oh no, thing. no. Well, here, same thing. here, here's high pitch. It's being himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that, you pig horn. Yes. You want some spit in your face, you dirty piece of Yes. Please spit in my face. Oh, yeah. Quack, 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 quack. Look in the camera, whore. Say hi to your daddy. Hi, 
daddy. Look at me. Say hi to your mommy. Hi, mommy. Are you proud of me? I'm a fat pig. Oh, I'm just like you. You smell like a f***ing elephant. Open your mouth, pig. Okay. Why do you, pig? He is gross. Look at number two. One thing, though, she is. She's already in pain. But uh, I believe number four. Well, hmm, See, my right. thinking was number two would take a little longer to break. Yeah, but pretending. she'll still break. That's what I'm thinking. Because she has that, that desire, but she'll never make it. Are you disgusted by high pitch number two? Is that your problem? <laughs> you sure you can get through this? Hmm? Do you know if you can get through this? I'm going to try it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm, number, I'm, I'm, number, Howard, number two has no alternatives. She has nothing to go back to. She got no money and no place to live. So that means she would probably stick it out. She won't be able to. That's what's going to be great. She'll break she down. She won't be able to. They don't understand how annoying right. Hypercheric is. And Howard, in addition to that, the picture, she can't get a sense of it, but the smell is like fungus, moldy, mildewy, right. disgusting. He reeks. He reeks. Body odor. That apartment's uh, full of dust. He has uh, cats. He's an animal. It's vile. Unless you'll give me more than 500 to cover what I came down here with. I'm going to go with number two because yeah, she's, she's going to crack. Yeah, she's breaking already. She's breaking already. Gary, uh, it's moot, but where would you go? I was between two and four because four is really cute and really doesn't want to do it. But uh, it, number two is I like her whole setup. She's really cute. She's not used to being with a guy that looks like that for that amount of time, as disgusting as he is. <laughs> she now, has no idea what she's in for. I, I would like to give Al Goldstein $500 Thank cash, you. courtesy Thank of the new you. film Darkness. Thank you. And, yeah, it's that. the most terrifying movie of the year, Al. Thank next you. to your story, that is. And, you know, Al's a good guy, too. You know, he's fed me before, too. Thank he you, He mocks me incessantly. I would like to give each of these three ladies who didn't get chosen $500 as well, just for coming down here and taking a chance on this and, and uh, us wasting your time. Um, $500 cash courtesy of the film darkness oh, it is the most terrifying movie of the year darkness in theaters everywhere christmas day so ladies while you didn't win you walk away with some cash which is good but i did win howard we got to meet i got to meet you oh, yeah. you're, you're sweet i like you a lot i like all you women i had to choose one can i give you a kiss goodbye oh Aren't we're you? gonna we're gonna be making out in the corner in a minute. Oh, hey, about it, yeah. about, is there anyone that knows a contractor that can help us out you could have contractor high pitch, Eric. What do you need? What's wrong? My house is open, exposed to the elements. Um, it's raining in. Where do you live? Right outside of Philadelphia. Uh, Anybody can call me and I'll get well, the number. Well, I'll call Gary. And by the way, just to give you an we're idea. We're even donating anything. I mean, we Everyone's are looking for something. Yes. And we're going to try and help you out. But um, uh, to just give you an idea how annoying high pitch Eric is, here's Andrea, Miss Howard Stern. Yes, Andrea. Um, Eric is rude, and he is a jerk. He called me this weekend acting like a fool, and he called me a B-word. Well, it can show you how horrible things I, can I, go. I was drunk when I called her. Yeah. Well, I don't forgive you, and I'm pissed off. I love you. Eric, Andrea. walk up. What is your name again, ma'am? We're going to get to know you all week. What is your name? Terry. Terry. Uh, Eric, walk over to Terry and begin the shackling process. Oh. It begins now for $20,000. <laughs> she looks terrified. What happens if I don't make it? If you don't make it, no $20,000. Not a penny. Not a penny. Not a penny. No, no second place price, nothing. You get to keep that horrifyingly bad ass you have. <laughs> we'll figure Are you ready to get shackled? Come around the other side. Are you ready? 
Wait a minute. If I don't do it, can I still get the 500? Oh, you still... Are you backing out already? I told you to break it. I'm breaking already. Are you breaking already? <laughs> you can do it. $20,000. She's used to sexy guys' hours. You can trust me. She used to be treated like a queen, not like a doormat. You just you wait a second. You're backing out already? This is going to be the quickest contest ever. If she backs out. There's no $500. No, if she backs out, okay? Mm -hmm. Can't you do like an internet voting where people can vote? This is it. She was chosen. Eric, we don't need your uh, suggestions. You're not in charge of the contest. She has to be chained to a horrible monster. That's where you come in. <laughs> Tell her again. It's $20,000. $20,000. Are you backing out now? The contest will be over. This will be the quickest contest ever. All you have to do is and get these those. women will be furious. All you have to do is get to Thursday morning at this time. It's three nights. Can you do it? I get to go home straight Thursday morning. Yeah. After after you win, after we take the shackles off you, we talk to you for five minutes and you get to go. Yeah, we're not gonna keep. Try it for an hour, see how long you last. Might as well give it a shot. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars. All right. All right, here you go. Wow. <laughs> I told you she was our girl. Wow. <laughs> Chain her to high pitch. The horrible monster. Those shackles do not come off for four days. I can't wait for the phone to come off in about that minute. Can I just point something out, Howard, by the yes, way? Yes. You know what? We, we get, went and got handcuffs on Friday. But Eric is so disgustingly obese that we had ankle cuffs. They wouldn't fit his ankles. And if you see, we had to design a special uh, handcuff for him because no regular handcuffs fit him. If the handcuffs come off, my dear, no $20,000. Do you Nothing. hear what I'm saying? Nothing. You go back penniless. I'm already penniless. <laughs> You might be moving in with Al Goldstein. Well, you're about to become shameless. You're more penniless because you spent the few pennies you had left to come up here. What is going through your head right now? I see terror on your face. How am I going to sleep? That's a good you got to sleep next to me in my bed. <laughs> Howard, she's a hot chick. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. When you're going to sleep, you, I mean... I don't sleep that much. Like, I'll, like, I'll go to sleep like between 1 and 2 in the morning and get up at like 5.45 for the show. <laughs> the show that he's not on. And you know what? I just noticed something about Eric I've never seen before. Yeah. He has an enormous amount of hair coming out of his ears. Enormous. It's not even the most vile thing about him. No, but it adds. Oh, you think no. I lost a little weight? No. No. I did. People say I lost weight. You'll, You'll be hearing this day and night. The, the dialogue doesn't stop. I make prank calls at home, too. Mixed in with bad breath, disgusting ass smell. How long has she been chained so far, Robin? Oh, about two minutes. You've been chained two minutes, and you look like you're ready to crack. <laughs> hey, watch, you know Eric, why don't you take a walk around a little bit? This is what it's going to be like. <laughs> he calls me 18 times a day. I can't take it. <laughs> Uh, it's down. Oh, okay, sorry. It's sitting here, Al. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Goldstein. It's over a minute. Yeah. All right. You're the one. $20,000. By the way, I didn't notice you were wearing body glitter. You've got big breasts. You're hot. How do you see your shoes? Let me see your shoes. Oh, oh yeah. Why don't you sell the shoes? What are you going to sleep in, honey? What's your strategy? Are you going to take your clothes? Probably not going to sleep. You're probably going to stay up for four days. You need, you, know some, you need some blow? You might need some methamphetamine. Never mind blow. Hey, if you, if you want to stay up, I'll make some coffee for you when I get to the house. Oh, great. Oh, great. 
drink of. That's going to be the best cup of Joe you ever have. I make it short. I make it like Starbucks. <laughs> Do you want to give up already? I hope we're going out to eat. No? no you eat what, what he eats. You eat what he eats. Up to Eric. We're no. not helping at all. Our cameras will be there, and that's it. We will not interfere. Chinese buffets. It's a lot of McDonald's. A lot of McDonald's. You hope. But then McDonald's has to come out. You better I'm hope saying. he doesn't eat your foot. Yeah, the food's going to look a lot better when it's going in. <laughs> well, no matter you what two it go is. off, our cameras will follow you, and we'll check in with you every once in a while. Good luck. Good luck. And any time you're uncomfortable and you feel you can't proceed, ask them to unhandcuff you, and they will. But really try to hang in there because it's twenty thousand dollars. It's a lot of money, right? What about my plane ticket? I was supposed to leave today. That's not my problem. Then, then you know, if you would then give up. Wait a minute. What is she carrying on about? You well, hold on a second. To come in here and be in a contest, and you knew you had to be right. here until Thursday in order to participate. We told you. Right, but I said that I was going to make my ticket to go back today in case I didn't win. I didn't want to stay here for three That's days. That's your problem. Money. <laughs> Sorry. I told you that if you... Wait a second. What was really clear? That if you were picked to be in the contest, you were going to need to be here till Thursday. He told you that, right? He said if I won, I'd have to be here till Thursday. That's right. You it's did win. It's 20 grand. You're the winner. I know, but I didn't know when I made my plane reservation that I was going to so win. So if you make it to Thursday, call your airline on Thursday after you're done. That's right. Yeah, you can switch your tickets. 50 bucks. You'll have 20 grand. You can back out now. Another whiny girl. Yeah, she's just right. looking for. God. Oh, I don't understand. I told you it wasn't going to be easy. And you and you sat there and you said you wanted to be in this thing. You could have backed out at any time. You won. Smile. Enjoy it. I mean, you, you whine about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Enough already. Hey, listen. If you look, catering, New York City bagels. Oh come on, come on, come on. Christmas party, 64th and Madison. Call 212-327-0333. All right. Yes. Can I paint the food for her? What but go ahead, Herrick. What do you want to say? Uh, can I, um, can I mention the plug, please? Oh no! Come on. No, just come on, please. All right. What is it? I'm doing a comedy show with the Reverend Bob Levy, January 14th and 15th in Boca Raton at the New York Comedy Club. And you'll get booed off the stage like you no, do everywhere else. No, January 20th at the Hook 18 in Brooklyn, New York. Do you, do you think you're a comedian? Oh, I am a comedian. Uh, I do impressions. Do one for your girlfriend there, Terry. You, uh, you know who Casey is? <laughs> you know who Casey is? He's a, guy, he's a guy you wish you were handcuffed. Why don't you do a different one, one that she might know? Hey, you know Robert De Niro? Mm hmm Hey, you talking to me? You talking to me? He'll be doing that all I know all night. you're not talking to me. <laughs> Should I uncuff her? Do you want to get uncuffed now? Are you done? I'm going to uncuff her. No, she's, not, she's got it. She's no, got it. let her go through it. You can do this. Do your you Jim Carrey for her. Jim Carrey? I don't know Jim Carrey. All right, work on it. Yeah, Eric, you, 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 do the same thing you always do. How does Jim Carrey talk? Talking to me? Hey, you talking to me? <laughs> talking to all, me? All righty then. All Terry, righty. you look terrified. <laughs> Don't be terrified. It's going to be okay. Oh. Uh, is he gross smelling? Oh, Howard, you know, wait till she sees his feet. You, you can't even talk, can you? Because <laughs> I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. He's actually a fun guy. Uh, when? She looks like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. No, she looks like she's being tortured. She's cracking already. <laughs> Five minutes in. Kay, do you drink? Not really. Well, maybe maybe you should. Maybe you do heroin. Start. Start with rubbing alcohol. All right. I want to thank uh, Terry. You are. You can win the 20000 You can give up any time you want and walk away. It's up to you. Just know that. Okay. Unless you go into shock. Wait, I want to I say something to her. If I can. Can I say something? Sure. 
if she if she doesn't do it and I do it, I'll give her ten thousand dollars of it. No side deals. Okay. Uh, no. Sorry. The contest is done. What you should be saying is that she's literally taking money out of your pocket and that she should go all the way with it because you could, it could have been you. It could have been your money. I know you should give us all twenty thousand dollars since we need it well. and give her fifty for doing it. No, that's not how it works. Wow, you should be on our board of directors. Yeah, she's yeah. got some great ideas. With your logic, the... Can she do it with somebody else? No. Nope. What? What? This is it. This is the contest. To another girl in his other arm. This no, is the contest, girl. It's, it's, this contest is not to make it fun for you. It's to make it interesting. Yeah, like, like, the, like, like right. the last contest. Right. Have you just drunk with that girl? Terry, yeah. do you want to get out of the contest now? I'll ask you this once again. I'm not going to get the 500? Nope. nope. Won't it be more interesting with two girls? Nope. No, nope. it has to be one girl. I told you what the contest is. One person. It has to be one girl like the last contest. Eric. He wants to be alone with you, Terry. What if we do high-pitch Eric one favor? Girls, forget it. Forget it. It's over. It's over. Terry, do you want out of the contest right now? You can be done and get on your plane and go home. There's no shame. Are you going to pick one of them? No. Nope. Nope. No, nobody will get $20,000. You said you wanted to do it. $20,000 we get to keep. It's up to you. All right, cool. I'll do it. You're going ahead with it. All right. Good luck to you. You can trust me. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Al Goldstein. Eric, you watch a lot of porn, right? Uh, sometimes. And then you do things, right? No. You're not going to pleasure yourself in front of her? Oh, I'm definitely going to back out. You're backing is. out if he does. He could pleasure himself. He's no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. He does it. But he spends a lot of time on the internet and stuff. If you need, oh, a, phone, listen, if you need a phone, you can always use my phone and have a next help. Uh, hey, I'll, pleasure, I'll pleasure him for, for, for a thousand. No, get out of here. <laughs> I need the money. I want to get out of the park. Listen, let me just say, please, New York City bagels. Please, New York City come bagels. On. And, come and, on. And anyone wants to send me if money. anybody wants to send me Al Goldstein Movie. Shut up. Al Goldstein Movie. Dot com. I need help. Help me get out help. of the show. All right. Al Goldstein, good luck to you. Thank you. Uh, $500 to you. Thank you. Uh, high pitch. Well, hold on. Terry wants to speak. Wait. Just real quick. You just tell me to quit whining. Ah, there you go. You get it. You're right. You're right. You're so pretty. I agree with you. Hey, Mr. Goldstein, you said you live in the shelter. Yes, I'm not. How do you? Yeah, but how do you afford like ties and shirts like this? A dollar, a dollar at the Salvation Army. The jacket was fifteen dollars at the Marble Thrift Shop. All right, we covered that. Leave Mr. Goldstein alone, high pitch. He's down on his luck. You've been down on your luck since birth. Yeah. It's much easier to go through yeah, life that way. He was on top back. at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Al might bounce All right. back. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's what we call the Tough Enough Contest, courtesy of the WWE, $20,000. High Pitch Eric and Terry are going to go off and live in High Pitch's apartment. Uh. See how long you can last. If you go the full four days, $20,000 is yours. And don't forget to watch the WWE Smackdown this Thursday at 8 p.m. Get it on UPN. And thank you to all of you who get $500, courtesy of the film Darkness, the most terrifying movie of the year in theaters, Christmas Day. We'll be back right after these words. God damn it, I hate Christmas time. It's such a frigging pain. The gifts, the songs, and all that cheer, it makes us all insane. Sit home and rap, who gives a crap? I'd rather drink a beer. Oh, I'm so sick of Santa and toys, Santa and toys. I'm so damn sick of Santa and toys. <laughs> 
is the Howard Stern Show. Howard Stern Show. Hey now, time for news. I'm sticking right to schedule today because I got to get off at ten. Got to get off early. I hear her on the radio, man, she gets my blood to flow. Thinking about a sweater pan, is that so in a crack? By the way, that girl is never. She's cracking already. It's the really. Al Goldstein's back there trying to convince her to stick with us. She's freaking out. It's oh, so good. She does. She found that high pitch is going to take the subway to his apartment. She doesn't even want to take the subway with him. Oh no! Yeah, I don't think she's going to make it out the door. Maybe better talk to her. She could crack it any minute. She looks like she's in shock. Any minute, absolutely. Well, as soon as she got picked, it looked like she wasn't sure of what just happened. <laughs> I think. What's wrong with her? Like she wanted the 20 grand. Yeah, I mean, she really, you know what the thing is? I think once she got really close to him and, uh, you know. She realized he was a monster. Yeah, I think he's, she realizes he's really a monster. Yeah. So what is she going to do? I mean, is she just going to let go of $20,000? No, no, no. The show is so emotional. Like Al Goldstein walked out. It felt bad for him. I know. You're about to, uh, you don't know what to do with your time. I don't. I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> Check out Al Goldstein and Porn King, available at algoldsteinmovie.com. Now, what's that all? I don't know. We didn't even get to talk to him about that. Well, Al's got the 20 bucks from Gilbert to look forward to. Yeah, I give him 500 That's nice. I just felt bad for the cat. I mean, I know he lost $11 million and he has himself to blame, but it's still, still kind of sad. That really is it's an amazing story. Yeah. What? It's an amazing story, if you think about it. Yeah. Al Goldstein, I, don't, I mean, he's in a shelter. But he has family. If he didn't ruin every relationship. I know. Yeah. I know. And if you try to help him, he'll ruin that. This guy Steve says to let Al live with him. You want to live with Al Goldstein? Hello? Steve, you really want to let Al Goldstein live with you? Yeah, I would do that for him, sure. Wow. Why? Why not? If he's willing to relocate to the Baltimore area, I'm not moving. Okay. Hold on. I'll, uh, uh, hey, Gary, tell Al we got a guy here who says he'll move him into his house. In Baltimore. Well, any any reason why? Just because you feel bad for him? Yeah, just because I feel bad for him. You know, I'm not looking for any gifts or anything from the show. I'm a long-time listener, and, right. you know, I feel bad for him. You gonna, Where is he? He left already. Oh, he did. Well, you can get I in touch with him. Yeah. I'm, I'm so... Yeah, if you write down my number, you know, he can give me a call. All right, hold on. I got to tell you, okay. I'm, so, I'm so fascinated with uh, high pitch Eric and Terry. You know, you walk into the room and it's so uncomfortable. They're sort of, you know, like a married couple. They're not talking to each other. And I found out that they've already got a couple of issues. One is the, you know, she wants to take a cab. Yeah, but it's not up to her. And the other thing is, she's already asked that he um, he put on more deodorant. Because I think <laughs> I think that little, you know, the gross stuff that's underneath the deodorant. Just bring her in for a second. I'm fascinated. What's going on? Hey, somebody's on the phone said Twyla from Survivor cursed on the early show. Oh, okay. really? No, don't tell me she won. Don't tell you know. I don't even talk about. it. I don't want to know who won. I don't want to know who won. All right. All right. Um, here comes High Pitch and Terry for one second, and we got to get right to news. She's chained to a horrible monster. Half man, half God knows what. She's standing as far away from him as she can get with and still be cuffed. How's it going so far, High Pitch? Oh, okay. What? It's, it's going okay. For you. Explain yeah. to her you're in charge. If you take the subway, you take the subway. There's no negotiating. Yeah, no trains. Yeah. The subway, it's 25 minutes away. 
<laughs> Honey, you got to take this up. You got to do whatever high pitch does. If you're going to win twenty grand. She says she's claustrophobic. Doesn't that mean like when you're somewhere in like a small place by yourself, you're claustrophobic? Yeah. If she takes a train, there's a lot of people in there. She can't. That's not being claustrophobic. <laughs> Uh, honey, <laughs> honey, you gonna listen to that all night? Wait till she nights? sees that apartment. She's claustrophobic. Yeah, 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 wait till you get into his house. <laughs> the subway will look like but, a palace. But Eric, you're her master this week. You want to take the subway? Don't talk to her about it. Just do it. All right. All right. I missed the high pitch. Yeah. Four days. And by the way, <laughs> the uh, deodorant. You don't have to wear any more deodorant. Don't, don't get insulted. Yeah, be yourself, Eric. Don't put on deodorant. Yeah. She can't make any requests, actually. She's not up to her. You be high pitch. You drink wine? No. Okay. If you want some liquor, I have liquor at home if you want to drink. <laughs> I don't want to drink. She's hot. She's never going to make it. You're never going to make How it. How great would it be if they came back on Thursday yeah. morning and they were, like, engaged? <laughs> I like that. That's not going to happen. Uh... Yeah. Be yourself. Smile for her. Let her see your bleeding gums. Show her your gums. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, high pitch with the deodorant. Stop dialing yourself up so much for her. Yeah. He has to put deodorant on. No. Just no, he relax. doesn't. No, he doesn't. Wait till she sees his feet. Show her your feet. Oh, he's got those shoes fungus. on. Show her your feet. Oh, don't show me the feet. Show it. Might back out. Show it. Show her the feet. You back out and you test it down and take my shoes off. No, just do it. You know how to do it. Just do, use your foot to take your shoe off. Show her your feet. Show her your disgusting foot. Wait till you smell his feet. You're going to sleep nude? <laughs> Eric, you going to sleep naked? Maybe. Yeah. Uh... uh She's got to help you. You got to work with it. Grab her hands. You got to take the sock off. Hold on. I'm sorry. My hands are free. Hold up, Eric. He's gonna pass out. Look at his foot. Look at his gross foot. Is it? It's pretty bad. You could cut those, but don't. Not not in the next three days. No. Look at his toenails. What do you think of that? Howard, it goes. It just bends right up. Terry, what do you think of that? Trying not to think about it. Leave your sock off, Eric. Look at my nails. Mm-hmm. He's vile, isn't he? <laughs> Terry, is he the most vile man you ever met? That I've ever been that you ever spent met. time with? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be rough. What kind of guy are you used to? You Good-looking guys, right? I mean, ones that wear deodorant. Get close to him. Smell him. You're going to be smelling that for three or four days. Yeah, we're not just giving away twenty. You go to my castle. <laughs> You're going to the monster's castle. <laughs> His lair. I have a weak stomach too, so. Oh yeah, you'll vomit. Well, expect to throw up at the door. <laughs> Eric, she's hot, huh? She is. You never had a girl like that in your apartment. Never. <laughs> not at least not alive. <laughs> never. You're gonna have her there for four days. Oh, does Eric have any babysitting duties this week while he's chained? No, I'm gonna be chained with her. And I'm her master. Uh. All right. You are not my master. Yes, he I'm is. I'm your master. <laughs> this is your master talking to you. And no deodorant. Deodorant to high pitch is like pork to a rabbi. <laughs> deodorant is like kryptonite to high pitch. You know, it's funny. You said you had to go back on a plane ticket. You know, for 50 bucks, you could... They would change your plane ticket for you. That's what it costs to change your ticket, I think. Oh, but I only have $97. Tell you what, I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks right now to call this whole thing off. $50. 50 Howard. You said 500 Nope, not to you. $50. And you go, all right, you're out. You walk out the door, you're a free woman. 
That's either five tens or a whole fifty dollar bill. <laughs> I'll give it to you right now, right out of my wallet. Two twenties and two fives. Fifty bucks, you're done. No more gross guy. No twenty grand. What do you do for a living? What am I gonna do? What do you do? Teach. Teach what? Gymnastics. Oh, I gotta see that with those big jugs. It's <laughs> pretty loud. Oh my god. Oh my, yes. You ever gonna go to a gymnastic place by where I live? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, then he won't put the other one on. Why don't you teach Eric some gymnastics? He wants to? <laughs> he looks like he needs to do with one hand. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till you two are laying down in bed tonight. That's going to be funny. Smelling him. Holy mackerel. Why can't wait till he goes to the bathroom? Oh, do you feel yeah. like anything coming on? <laughs> Eric. Hey? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. We'll get you a cup of coffee. Get you a cup of coffee. We'll get you going. Beauty and the Beast. Somebody said, somebody hit it. It looks like Shrek and Fiona. That's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. What, what's Shrek and Fiona? Hey, give Eric some x lags Oh, no. no. Oh, you seen the legs. That's Come just, on, Howard. That's not fair. <laughs> give you 50 bucks. Get the hell out of here and call it a day. What do you say? If you give me the 500. 50 bucks. That's it. No 500. I offered you 500 you turned it down. Be brave about this. I am being brave. <laughs> I'm just getting... I feel myself getting sick. Oh, uh, let me tell you, I couldn't stand that close to him. <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it. Howard, she's been attached to him for 22 minutes. <laughs> Wait till you're next to him on the subway. <laughs> 50 bucks. She's already getting sick. Take it or leave it. It's up Damn, to you. I love the radio station. <laughs> What do you think? Want to get out, Terry? He's talking to you. I'm thinking. He's talking to you. 50 bucks, that's all I got. What? Hey, add that to your 90, you're in business. In business? What business? No business. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the whole start of this thing was that this was a sign from God that you could do this. It was, but I didn't know it was going to be this sign. Well, God doesn't always make it easy. Well, you're telling, you're rejecting God's signs? What's your name? What'd you say, Eric? What's your name? Michelle. What's up? What's your name? <laughs> Terry. Terry, this is God talking to you. What? He's like oh. Robin Williams. You get improv. Well, you're only 72 hours and six bowel movements away. <laughs> six? I think that's a little conservative. Well, you're going to go for it or you want to take my $50 offer? I'll say goodbye to you then. It's up to you. Be going be once. Woman. Going once. Going twice. Going, going. I'll try. All right. We'll see you later. Nice. Good luck on the subway with him. <laughs> Sometimes God signs are an enormous man Eric, from Queens. Put on your socks when you get outside. Right. When you get, you can sit down on the couch. Okay. Your enormous ass is in her face, and okay, that might the, be too much. By the way, can you turn around for a second, Eric. Something I never noticed about him. Eric, keep going. Eric has this. Uh, keep going. Turn around. This enormous tuft of hair. Did you see this thing going the on over of his here? back. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just everything gross has happened to him. All right. Thank you, Terry. Good luck. Thank you. 50 bucks. If you keep saying that, I'm going to say okay. It's up to you. Once we walk out of here. No 50 bucks. You got to make it through the next four days. Or you get nothing. Are you tough enough? I'm tough enough. I just don't know if my stomach can handle it. Well, then you're not tough enough. And admit it. Are you going to vomit from him? 
Probably, yeah. If he goes to the bathroom, I am. Oh, yeah. It's Some people be... would just get through it, even if they had to vomit. And, and I, I, Eric's bathroom's really small, so I don't know where you're going to be. When and there's kitty doing. litter yeah. all over it. <laughs> You'll probably have to stand in the shower where he goes. <laughs> <laughs> the shower where he throws his uh, kitty litter scooper. Right. That full of cat poopy. Well, all right, good luck to you. You don't want the $50, so. I didn't say I didn't. It's up to you. $50, call the whole thing off. 20 contest days. over. Three Shortest days. contest in our history. Three days off, 20 grand. But just realize that you robbed other women of $20,000. $20,000 down the drain. And the WWE will be happy because they get to save the money. Oh, yeah. $50, no shame. Call it off. Go home. Taking money away from a woman with no roof. No, 20 grand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a try. All right. See you later. No $50. Bye, you two. So long. Good luck to you, honey. What? what? Uh, she wants a picture with you, but I'll, we'll do it after, after the whole thing. It. If you make it, we'll have a picture. I'll throw that in. <laughs> Oh, she's hot, man. She ain't used to being to be with this guy. I know. Guy. Look at her. She's, yeah. she's in trouble. Bye, Terry. Bye. Bye, Terry. Go smell Eric. <laughs> she ain't making it. I knew she was the best one. You were right. What's the... I'm so glad I voted for her. <laughs> now, she's a home run, man. Yeah. All right, Robin, what's in the news? Let's get to it because it's important to know what's going on. I loves to know. Do you get your kids' teachers' Christmas gifts? Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess I don't take care of that. I assume you don't my ex-wife remember does. Remember ever being involved? We in always did. About that, you did. Yeah, we used to always bring in something. Really? Yeah. I didn't know teachers got gifts. Sure, a little something. Yeah, I mean, not like a ten. You know, you're not supposed to go over like ten dollars because then, then it gets into a competitive thing. Really? Or sometimes so all the kids. So what did you get? Like, so you get a bunch of crap? Well, yeah, they get crap. <laughs> sometimes all the kids will chip in ten dollars and they get one nice gift. Ah, I so, see. Something like that. Well, uh, apparently in the city, uh, teachers who take home holiday gifts worth more than $5 from each student will find themselves on the chancellor's naughty list. Hey, you see what is, I mean? Yeah, he's cracking down. He says you can't get any extravagant gifts. Anything more than $5 will get you into trouble. Right. So there you go. I didn't even know you were supposed to be giving the teacher gifts. Right. But if you do, make sure it's not over $5. It looks like Heidi Fleiss might be getting back into the madam business. Did you see this in the lowdown today? Yeah, but it's not fun. I mean, she's going to have a legal I know. Whorehouse. It won't be illegal. She's going to yeah. do one outside of Vegas and somewhere over in Europe. And nah. if she doesn't find the facility she wants, she'll build it from the ground up. But I thought this was interesting. She's planning to travel to Brazil, Thailand, and several Eastern European countries to scout new talent. Well, that I admire. <laughs> At least get some really hot chicks from other countries. <laughs> I thought that was a riot. Yeah, she'll be out there looking for talent. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll uh, continue the news right after this. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Your dreams come true. I will never, ever forget you guys. Thank you. Thank you all. I am so tired. This is all I want in my own life. That's it. The Howard Stern Show. Yeah, uh, tomorrow the interim beauty pageant. Yeah, that should be fun. Big, big shoe. Also, I'll, I'll play uh, Nick and Jessica's Christmas special, which you must hear to believe. <laughs> and the Kathy Lee tape I'll get to tomorrow. All right. You understand that? Yes. Thank you. There was a lot going on today. A lot going on. It is the one-year anniversary of the uh, capture of Saddam Hussein. Did you know that we've had him in custody for a year? Yes, I'm aware of that. There was a rumor floated in um, 
Baghdad over the weekend that Saddam had started a hunger strike. But they do say he is eating whatever they give him. He ate today. And uh, one advisor says that he's living like a king in incarceration with access to TV and newspapers. Sure. They prepare two types of food for him every day, both Eastern and Western, and he eats what he chooses. Chain him to high pitch if you want the guy to suffer. Yeah, you get. You know, we should be using high pitch a lot more. Well, I mean, what is that? Can they hold a guy for in jail without a trial? Or uh, I mean, how does that all work? I mean, really, I mean, I know he's Saddam Hussein, but, you know, don't we turn him over to the Iraqi people at some point? Well, or? there is no Iraqi government no. as of yet. All right. So I guess they're waiting for the election or mm -hmm. whatever. Well, hopefully they'll set him free and he can start running that country again. <laughs> can take it off our hands. Because God knows it's, it's a mess. Yeah, I heard, yeah. Uh, I think it was Ernest Hollings on 60 Minutes yesterday said, you can't force democracy on people. Those people are never going to be able to get along. Oh, no. What they're going to do is elect a really religious government that's going to hate America, and they're going to hate us. And then that uh, government mm -hmm. will suppress all other thought. Right. And then we'll be back to square one. Yeah. None of their oil will be ours. Have to liberate them again. <laughs> yeah. We'll be going through this every five years. Way to think it through. Oh, yeah. Um, that guy who ran around um, Shea Stadium with a sign that said Howard Stern for president yeah. is finally finished his uh, jail sentence. He was the first guy to be um, hit with charges as a result of the uh, new rulings that you don't get onto a playing field. This guy, John McCarthy. So now he's finished his eight consecutive weekends at Rikers Island, and he says he's lost his uh, job as a sales manager, and he wants to try his hand at comedy. Good. In recent weeks, he's regaled audiences at Caroline's, The Improv, and Stand Up New York with gags based on his brush with the law. Really? Well, he's no Artie-Lang.com. Uh, Artie-Lang. Artie-Lang, yeah. He's no Artie-Lang. Thank you, sir. Artie-Lang. <laughs> Can you legally change your name to Artie-Lang? I should at this point. Right. Start it now. Who would have thought? I, you know, I tried to sell a DVD, and I don't own my name. You've got to get in touch with his lawyer. He says he can help you. You know what? I'm, I'm going to. All right. Because I'd like to do that. Yeah, how did you get bought up? Uh, big story of the paper today. Bernard Carrick, who had, you know, everybody was very proud a few weeks ago when he was named as the Homeland Security, um, the head of the Homeland Security Division. I'm still proud of him. Was awaiting confirmation. <laughs> well, he never got through confirmation because he pulled his own name off the table after realizing that he had some things that probably wouldn't play too well in the press. He's a man. There's no no man can resist Judith, Judith Reagan. <laughs> no man. Turns out Bernie kept a love nest uh, in Battery Park City, and uh, was it on top of a co-op and they took it, the nest down? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like the hawk's yeah, nest. Yeah. Oh. But he uh, was seeing two different women at the same time. Wow. And uh, one of the women, Judith Regan, you're the publisher of your book. Your book, too. I know. Right. Was Well, I'm, not, I'm disavowing her now. <laughs> really? Are you mad at her? No, I'm not Are mad you angry with Judith over this? She's not married to anybody. She right. can do whatever she wants. You don't him feel she should have uh, uh, controlled herself? Violating his vows. Mm -hmm. You're mad at him, not her. I'm not mad at him either. I just think it's rather funny. Why would you take such a high-profile job if you've got all these shenanigans going on? 
Well, that's a question only God can answer. <laughs> well, you got to be crazy Robin, to take I, that job. I took this job as a convicted felon. <laughs> you know, we don't vet nearly as well as we should either. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Judith left a love note. I would love to see the love note that Judith wrote. Oh, left. Bernie. <laughs> my life is all more complete since I met you. Oh, giver of life. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so much. And the other woman found it and called Judith, from what I understand. And the two of them, Judith was shocked. She didn't know there was anybody else besides the wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I guess they compared notes or whatever as to what was going on with uh, good old Bernie there. And I assume now that the relationship between Judith and Bernie is over. Yeah. But uh, they say the one with the corrections officer has been going on for a while. And there could be some other shenanigans that uh, could call his conduct into question. Uh, It is alleged that he sometimes, a couple of different guys have sued because, you know, this woman in the corrections department worked for them. And if they got on her case, Bernie came down on them. So the city has apparently already settled one lawsuit. I'm just mad that Judith didn't bang me when I wrote my book. She would have. I know. I think I, I could have gotten it. I think that was up to you. I think the ball was in your court. Yeah, well, I, I didn't want to end up on the front page of the paper. <laughs> See what happens when you bang her? <laughs> and uh, once again, I think you made the right decision. And by the way, I could be the head of the Homeland Security. <laughs> President yes. Bush wants to contact me. Right. You could do it. Right. But anyway, yeah, he apparently used to intercede anytime some guy get, you know, some boss got on the case of his girlfriend in the corrections department. Right. They're questioning his um, assignment of some officers in certain situations, and they're now saying that he could have possibly had uh, construct ties to a construction company with a mob connection. Right. Right. So we don't know what's going to happen as a result of everything we're learning about Bernie since he decided he wanted to be the chief of Homeland Security. I'm with you, Bernie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This will all blow over. You're with him. This too shall pass. I like Bernie. Uh, me too. I all don't right. know the man. He was weak around Judith Regan. Who who wouldn't be? Let me he had another me. girlfriend. I don't know about it. Okay, so he was weak around another girl. <laughs> He's a man. He was servicing three women. What about that? Guy's like a, like a stallion. Red-blooded yeah, American. Yeah, who has time for that? Would you have time? I don't have time to do what I do. Yeah, he's writing a book. He's running things. He's got businesses. That's what I'm saying. There's a guy who can multitask. Yeah, there you go. You gotta think, maybe you ought to think of it that way. Right. Well... Whatever. Yeah, well, good luck to him. He won't be the head of Homeland Security. And it's a shame. Rudy Giuliani is apologizing to the president for... No need to apologize, Rudy. ...offering his name up. You didn't know. He should have known. How's he supposed to know that everyone's he's banging Judith? Yeah, you know, you recommend the guy. You don't say, oh, by the way, no chance you're banging her. with that Judith, Judith Regan. Are you banging her? You're not banging her, are you? There's no chance you're banging every hot chick you ever met, is there? Anything else in the news, Robin? Absolutely. Good. Some uh, scientists from Rutgers University think they've come up with uh, a way to combat the AIDS virus. Like a cure? Yeah, they have... Um, developed two or three different types of drugs that interfere with the AIDS virus and keep it from doing what it does in the body. Yeah, it's called a condom. 
No, no, no. It's inside the body already oh. that it's fighting. They, these drugs are called dappies, and they mimic the virus by changing shape, which enables them to interfere with the way HIV attacks the immune system. Wow. Who thinks this stuff up? You see, instead of reading about Britney Spears every week, shouldn't we be having magazines about these guys who invented this? I would right. like to know who yeah. they are. Yeah. Who but are they? They think that this could be it. They're on the right track, they hope. I hope these guys and are billionaires. They, they say that you could fight AIDS with one pill, not this drug cocktail people have to use now. And they're claiming very few side effects. More details about this are going to be released. Johnson & Johnson is, is involved, and they've done some testing. I don't know when it would be ready for... Um, these guys... These guys should write a book and be banging Judith. That's right. Absolutely. These guys should be with Giselle Boonchin. We don't have tape of those guys, but we got plenty of uh, tape of the people in Ocean's 12. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, damn it. It's terrible the way we uh, pay attention to these Hollywood people and not the people who are really doing things. 300,000 kids in America are using steroids. Right. That's right. Well, I wish some of them were on the Giants. <laughs> uh, they say that it's very dangerous when high school children and younger <laughs> try these drugs because it can stunt their growth and bring out the sexual characteristics of the opposite sex. The boys can develop breasts and the girls can develop deep voices and lots of body hair. Well, the Giants are playing like chicks. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I got suspicious. My, my friend's son is 12 and he can bench press 1,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks like a girl. Are you on the juice? <laughs> and he has breasts. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do? I mean, as a parent, in this day and age, if you got a kid who's showing some athletic ability, right? what do you do if, if everybody's going to start trying to sneak these drugs to increase their performance? Do you encourage your kid to take the drugs? They say it could lead to later health effects as well. It's uh, a crazy situation and brought to light uh, much recent, more recently by the um, controversy in baseball. Who is Eddie Arnold? He was a singer. No, that's the name of the guy who invented the AIDS thing. Oh, really? That's right. Someone Eddie just Arnold? Here. Eddie Arnold. I don't know that that's the case. Is that really the guy's name? Or was someone just making a joke of some kind? <laughs> I went to school with a kid named Eddie Arnold. Uh, I don't know if it's him. I don't know. Somebody slipped me a note. I don't know if they're making jokes. I don't know what's going on. Oh, there is an Eddie Arnold in the story. The uh, okay, that's the guy. That's the guy. All right. Eddie Arnold, the guy. There you we got to know. Have you been following the story of the Ukraine election? Yeah, I hate that story. <laughs> uh, it makes me it. sick. Did you see the guy, yeah. this, um, yeah. Victor Yashchenko? Some guy's trying to run for the president of the Ukraine, and of course, everything's corrupt over there, and they had a corrupt election. And meanwhile, they're saying it's possible that his opponent or somebody poisoned him, and the guy's whole face now is yeah, all blistered. Yeah, I mean, he was a handsome, yeah. vibrant-looking man, and now it looks like he has just boils and stuff on his face. Yeah, that sucks. They, they, so they, they destroyed his liver. They're reopening the investigation to see if he was poisoned in some kind of a KGB-type plot. Yeah, that ain't, that's just so horrible. You know, Jesus Christ, what's going on? Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Guy just wants to run the country.
Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. You're lucky somebody wants to run the Ukraine, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. That's one of those things that broke off from Russia. It's one of those yeah. things nobody even gives a rat's ass about. It's so and, ridiculous. And these guys are making it so important. They're poisoning each other. Over. Right. Anything else in the news, Robin? Yeah, Ocean's 12. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, did very well at the box office. What's that mean? Ocean's 13, 14, and 15 yes, are on the way? these are never going to stop. You know, uh -huh. as much as we complained about people joining in on the Aren't Our Lives Great Parade, they went out in droves to see this movie over the weekend. It made $40.9 million on its opening weekend. Wow. So, uh... George Clooney and company, I'm sure, are getting ready to crank out another one as soon as they can. Here's Catherine Zeta-Jones, who got to join the group this time around. She talks about her character. A1. No, hold on. I screwed up. Um, Isabella Heary is um, a UFO agent um, um, with a history um, of um, um, being around thieves. Um, father. Um, um, and she's um, a very... Um, what are you, a moron? Um, she can't get through two words without an um. um Isabella Heary is um, um, a UFO agent um, um, with a history of... Um, um, you know that um is, um is um better than you. Um, <laughs> dumb. Um, I'm dumb. Being around thieves, um, her father. Um, um, and she's um, very accomplished. Um, um, and she's um, in Europe um, um, when the Americans um, arrive. She has a, um, a history with, with Rusty um, Ryan's character, Brad Pitt's character, um, where she's... Um, unbelievably boring. Go ahead, really? Robin. Here she talks about the fun of working with the cast, A2. Right. Um, Everyone's so happy to be here. Um, Everyone's so happy to be part of this family. Um, and I um, think when when people um, see the movie... You oh. <laughs> I wish nobody had gone to see that movie. That's what I was hoping, but they all went. Um, Brad Pitt was asked if the cast had to work too hard to achieve that relaxed look on film. I would like to call it work, but... Uh it was pretty much automatic for us. Um, um, everybody's an idiot. <laughs> automatic. Everything's automatic. It is. They walk through it. Now, Brad, were practical jokes common on the set? I think the biggest joke was on Catherine because she actually thought we were making a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Being oh, a new kid, oh, no oh, one... Oh, you can't laugh hard enough at him. <laughs> I, I wish he had been born ugly. And here's George Clooney and Matt Damon on how the sequel compares to other sequels. Oh, yeah? What number is that? A5. Yeah, they don't have it, I don't think. Let me see. Yeah, it didn't load. Oh. <laughs> We're going to miss that? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, darn. The number two movie at the box office this weekend, making $16 million, was Blade Trinity. Yeah, I want to see that. Here's Wesley Snipes, who was asked if the Blade films will continue before. It turns out to be a really big success, and people really like the character and wanted to come back one more time. Sure, do as many as you can. He's smart. I'll tell you what I watched. I feel, you know, bad. The movie, I saw that movie Saw, finally. Saw was good. I liked it. The ending yeah. was weak, but the rest of the movie was good. But, man, was that crazy the whole time they were in there? And... Yeah, but don't say it. Yeah. That yeah, was oh. great. Great. Yeah, I like that movie. It didn't do so well in the box office, though, did it? Or maybe on DVD, although. Yeah, I think it's one of those yeah. that you probably will see on DVD and on cable. Right. Here's, uh, and it'll get more popular that way. Here's uh, 
Wesley on the story this time, Blade Trinity. Blade finds himself face to face with his uh, his destiny, and he encounters the vampire of all vampires in doing so. Nah, whatever. Ah, the vampire. Of I all love vampires. vampires. I like that Blade. Blade is good. Yeah. At least it was good for two movies. Let's see what they did with this one. Right. Um, Kevin Spacey is playing Bobby Darren on film. Who cares? I know. Right. That's what I'm thinking, that nobody even knows who Bobby Darren was anymore. I know who he was. Splish Splash. You're a big pain in my ass. Yeah, but you, how often do you go to the movies? I don't, and I don't care about Bobby Darren. But that's my point. The people who actually go don't know Bobby Darren. Yeah. But there's Kevin doing it anyway. Here he is on looking like Bobby Darren. B1. All right. It was a bonus. It meant we didn't have to do that much in terms of makeup, and you know, it was very funny because I, I read it. Um, oh, that's Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> and, uh, and the Price Is Right, right, is still on TV. Yeah, that's a, that's that's pretty amazing, isn't it? And doing very well still. Here's Bob Barker, who says the premise of the show is what helped to maintain its success. B2. I think that one of the main reasons for the success in The Price is Right is the basic premise of the show. Everything we do is based on prices, and everyone identifies with prices. And when you see someone make a bid, you, you're going to become involved. You think, oh, that's too high, or that's too low, or that's a good bid. But whatever you think about it, you're involved. And that's what every game show is trying to get, is viewer involvement. And we have it to the nth degree. Isn't it great he knows why people want? <laughs> He's, He's analyzing it. The Price is Right, though. He acts like he invented it. That's a good show, though. It's good. It's greed. It's got to have something. Right. And Bob says you can't change the show. Be the right. No. But we can't change the prices. We can't get him out of there. <laughs> right. If, if we start talking about making a change, people will say, no, no, don't do that. We want it the way it is. Oh, they changed something. Remember he used to have the chicks put their hands in his pockets for a while? <laughs> they got rid of that. Sly devil. He worked it. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, finally this morning, people are being urged to get, hep children anyway, get hepatitis A vaccines. Yeah, I want Arnie to get that. Jocelyn yeah. Elders, who's the former U.S. <laughs> uh, Surgeon General, is uh, urging people to do this. She says hepatitis A is spread through ingesting fecal material. I've done that. Remember I ingested my own fecal material? Remember that? If it's your own, I think it's your own. By accident? Ugh. <laughs> well, this is microscopic. It's not mm. like people are, you know, sitting down to have a meal. Children only get a mild case, but it could be deadly for adults. C4. Yeah. Don't use it. It's a mild disease in these. That helps everyone. In adults, in fact, mm. it may even lead to hospitalizations, requiring a liver transplant, oh, or even right. death. Oh, it's getting too ridiculous. <laughs> so get those vaccines. And finally, do you know what the uh, Germanid meteor is? The Germanid media? Mm, I meteor. do. Meteor. Meteor, yes, but tell the people because they don't know. <laughs> well, uh, it comes around every year about this time. I know it hates Jews if it's from Germany. <laughs> German media. <laughs> I love that clip. Yes. Jack. Jack Meehoffer. Jack Porkheimer. Porkheimer. <laughs> Jack Meehoffer. <laughs> 
Yes. He's Jack the director of the Miami Planetarium. Yes. He says you the might want to bundle up and watch from a lawn chair or a sleeping bag tonight. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll join Al Goldstein in the park. <laughs> Don't use any binoculars. Don't use any telescopes. Just use the naked eye. And what you should do is just slowly scan the sky back and forth. What's up, Doc? For a couple of hours. You may see a couple of a dozen really nice ones. And don't eat your fecal matter. <laughs> and that's what's happened. Thank you, Robin. Any clear sky, you should be able to see it. I want to thank the film Darkness for giving us 500 bucks today to give away. And uh, Darkness in theaters everywhere Christmas Day. Love you, Al Goldstein. Good luck to you, Porn King. Available at AlGoldsteinMovie.com. And to purchase New York City bagels, 212-327-0333. He's out there promoting that. Um, thanks to everyone, especially the WWE. $20,000 courtesy of the WWE's Tough Enough. We'll check in with everyone. I don't think they'll make it through the night. But we'll see. We'll, be, we'll see you tomorrow.